best, often imitated, never duplicated, the greatest show on Spotify, the Black Flag Podcast. Today's episode of the Black Flag Podcast is brought to you by RacedayTV.com. For only known as Nashtravision, catch all the local action from Lee, Claremont, and Hudson, plus other select races throughout the New England region. If you were a previous Nashtravision member, this is going to roll right into RacedayTV.com. And if you aren't a subscription holder yet, go to RacedayTV.com and uh, type in promo code BFP for... $10 off your subscription price. And if you wanted to do pay-per-view, it's never going to be more than the advertised grandstand ticket price. Again, that is racedaytv.com. Do you like playing with toy cars and telling your significant other that they're collectibles? Do you enjoy badass memorabilia of grown-ass men who are more successful than you? Well, today's episode is also brought to you by Circle B Diecast for all of your diecast needs and merchandise. And be sure to use promo code BFP123 for $5 off purchases over $30. Do you enjoy listening to us idiots? Want to support the show even more? Become a Patreon pal today for just $4.69. Nice. Nice. A month, you can become a pal today. Benefits include an extra show every month, access to some of our old archive shows, discounts on merchandise, asking us questions on our Patreon questions segment every week, or just leaving us a virtual tip in our virtual tip jar. Patreon.com slash Black Flag Podcast. Once again, just four sixty nine a month. Become a pal today. Brad Keselowski is going to be shown the Black Flag. It's the Black Flag Podcast. Every fucking week. Fuck, I hate my fucking job. Race analysis. Yeah, we're only girls pull hair, so. Maggie forgets it. If they changed the rules and took the champions provisional away, he wouldn't have been able to race the last two years, so. Uh, Occasional alcohol consumption. Uh, Jimmy Johnson, his own pit road book, calls I think he's the leader. And calling people on their shit. It refrains me from not beating the shit out of you right now, because you ask me stupid questions. This week's Black Flag Podcast is now in session. Hey, we actually out we beat him so it's all good all right boys and girls this is going to be episode 241 of the black flag podcast as always i am charlie sanborn directly across from me is bradley saucier and to my left and his right is going to be bobby timmons the third we are fresh off of a past 400 weekend at oxford and bobby you got your phone dialed right the fuck up already don't you yeah, we're uh, I have a nice little chat with uh, the winner of the Pro All Star Series 300 lap race yesterday. If that's okay with you guys, what do you think? Let's give Goob a call. Goob, I think we should do that. I think that there's going to be a little bit of radio Goob? silence here. Is uh, we were going to just call him mid show, um, and by mid show, I mean right off the bat instead of us uh, splicing it in at uh, some point. Um, and of course, but- it won't fucking dial out. Well, that's fine. Uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll we'll get to it. just keep just keep uh, playing with your phone over there, and we'll we'll uh, we'll get to Charlie's weekend over at the Oxford Plain Speedway because it, you might be able to touch on it pretty quick. I don't, I don't know. You can got service. What the fuck? This <laughs> fucking shit spreader. This phone got me lost on the way to Claremont Saturday. I was ready to throw it out of the fucking truck. Window. Well, to be fair, it, any it, GPS or phone will yeah. get you lost, or a map or a compass will yeah, get you lost really, on the way to Claremont. Yeah. That is, yeah, we heard banjos Col- yeah. going through the woods there. <laughs> Col- Columbus oh, there would have found it on accident looking for something else. We broke, but we broke the four. Wall. And then killed everybody allegedly. Well, I like the day off. <laughs> that is true. The free day off. Which I'm not answering. I don't even get the day off. It's Indian Day or no Indigenous Peoples Day. Have some fucking respect. Hello. Hey, pal. Is that that guy? Hello. What's going on? Uh oh. He can't hear us. Hello. Oh no. <laughs> Can you hear us? Gabe. Oh, uh, fucking god damn it. <laughs> Awesome. This always works so piss poorly. What an impeccable show so far. Yeah. I love it. This is right on brand. If I move my phone to the right, I got to think. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Can you hear us? 
Oh, fuck. Your phone sucks because I can't hear you still. He should be able to hear all of us. Yeah, I don't understand what the fuck's going on here. Is the board fucked up? Is the volume up on the board? Yeah. Hello. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) You hear us at all still? God damn it. He probably thinks we're playing a prank on him. What am I doing wrong? Or he probably can hear us just fine and he's fucking with us. This is on as literally as loud as This is coming through though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hi. Hello. Can you hear us now? This is so fucking. Hang up and Hello. just call, call on. Call, call on hey, so we're we're trying to get this figured out. It's not going well though. No, call on the. Uh, he probably has an iPhone. Um, call him on the iPad. Right, do you have an iPhone? Okay, uh, stand by. We're gonna do something different. <laughs> call, call over Wi-Fi. Right, I love, love it. I love it. Call call over. Oh shit! Wait. Oh, we need. Oh yes, this right is there. the piece that we need. Dongle. I'm still giving the phone back to you. <clears> what a shit. No, you, it's your phone. You hold it. I'm should, should we just start the show You might have over. more service over there. Well, no. Uh, you're calling over Wi-Fi. I need you to type his number in. Oh, call oh sorry. I love it. I love it. <laughs> this is awesome. We are such a fucking shit show. <laughs> we could we could borderline just start over. No, this is fine. <laughs> we're, we're, what did you call us? One take Todd's or something? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what he said for sure. This is this is only two and a half minutes of this bullshit. <laughs> saved in my phone. What about now? I can hear you now. Right, hey, yeah, yeah, we got, we got hey, rid of my hey. shit spreader fucking Android phone and used Brad's iPhone instead. I'm not even surprised. Shut okay. up. Okay. Yeah, it was the green. It was the green bubbles. Just really yeah, whatever. Fucked it all. Sorry, up. you guys got to buy a new phone every year and a yeah, half. My phone works just fine. Uh, so is this the guy? I I am I the guy? I I don't know. Are you the guy? Did you do something I cool yesterday? Huh? Yeah, I yeah I beat him yesterday. Fuck yeah! So uh, on the other end of the call, we do now. Finally, three minutes later, have the uh, the official winner of the uh, past three hundred. Uh, I guess Oxford's version of the milk bowl. It seems uh, the one, the only, the number forty-seven, G- or Gabe Brown. How goes it, pal? It goes good, but it was the past four hundred. No, no, no. Where was you the did, other? You 100? only did three hundred, so I don't want to fucking hear it. <laughs> Like I, there, nobody can even give us a legitimate answer. Where did the four hundred come from? Past four hundred originally came from when it was a Beechridge event, and the super late models had one three hundred lap race, and us the sports series had a one hundred. And lap what about race. the other nine divisions? I don't know. I just work here. No, that's that Sunday's, was the reasoning. Sunday slate was three one hundred lap super late model races. Sorry for wasting your time, Gabe. No, we got to figure this out though. <laughs> three modified races at thirty laps, so up to three ninety. Street stonks went fifty, so that's four forty. And then the limiteds went. I don't know. I left. So how many laps, you guys? Did you even get your race in? I think we did seventy-five. We did seventy-five laps and three hundred pace laps. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Anyways, so uh, Gabe, tell us about your race yesterday, and uh, why did you run into Angelo Belsito so hard in that last one? Did you owe him one? (laughs) Did I owe him? I'm quite sure that I owed him one from Waterford, like three years ago, when he took me out of my first win that I was going to have. That was pretty uh, egregious. You didn't even give him a chance to make a mistake. You just got him and shipped him. I mean, I was like to his bumper cover, so I felt like it kind of counted. But in there, like swimwear. Yeah, but any, yeah, he deserved it. Did you From expect us to not get you on here and not just immediately shit all over you? Oh, well, I totally expected it. <laughs> okay, so. that's good. I thought the first question was gonna be why did I run into DJ? But oh, you smoked him in the door. That was hilarious. I seen that. Even though I was supposed to be spotting for Rusty, I watched that happen. <laughs> Oh, I also hit Rusty. Oh, well. well so th- that is one thing I've noticed. Between you, Jimmy, and DJ, y'all three motherfuckers have no problem slamming the fuck into each other and then going right back to work the next day. Well, 
Jimmy doesn't work for us anymore, so it's a lot easier to run into him than it used to be. Well, that's news to me. That makes a lot more sense then. <laughs> <laughs> but, Isn't he like but, your brother-in-law, uh, though? Uh, currently, not right now. Mm. No. Yeah, doesn't somebody bang somebody's sister or something along those lines? or well, Everywhere across the country. James yeah. used to bang my sister, yeah. Uh, that makes sense. Mm. Mm. Well <laughs> said. shouldn't talk about your sister like that. <laughs> <laughs> my dad's going to come in here and fucking <clears throat> smash my phone and yell at me if he hasn't caved your skull in with a jack handle yet i think you're safe speaking of angelo balcito he was gonna <laughs> cave his skull in with a jack handle his own skull <laughs> or was your dad gonna do that my dad was gonna do it yeah if I, if I did half the shit that you've done that i've witnessed <laughs> you do there would be a charlie shaped hole in a wall somewhere for my father <laughs> uh but that, that's all right pal no you had a big day yesterday you, you got a pretty cool looking trophy as well too so let's talk about it right it's a, it's a unique event uh it is three 100 lap races where they did a what top 25 invert thousand dollars to the winner of each segment and then what was it like seven grand or something silly like that for the, the 300 overall milk bowl golf yeah, score aggregate like fucking something or other right yeah something like that perfect so talk about your races there i mean that's a lot of laps you did you how much shit did you hit uh well i hit scott more like each segment it felt like and scott's a nice guy Grant, I know, and I felt terrible about doing it. But did you? <laughs> I really did. Now he's mad at me. And But anyhow, <clears throat> right my new car there. is, the thing is, way better than the shitbox I raced at the beginning of the year. And we just figured our stuff out and stopped stec- stepping on our wieners, and it goes a lot better now. So so was the was the ween stepping prior uh, a collective group effort or was it you stepping on your own dick or or what was it cj also sucked at the beginning of the year so it was a group effort of sucking for sure i love a good group suck like was it (laughs) sucking each other or just individual suck uh just individual okay i've never been that flexible well so yeah good job uh (laughs) self suck (laughs) Uh, that's an inside joke. Um, anyways, it was way better than running the mouthful though, because I was actually competitive, so it was like a little bit more rewarding. Yeah, you don't really like Thunder Road, do you? I hate Thunder Road. Why it's, is that? In a pro stock, it's not bad. It's pretty. It's pretty sweet in a pro stock. Well, because there's usually only nine of you. So yeah, and it's way easier to beat nine instead of forty. Yeah, but the ad cars are—they're just so close, and you have to be a douche. Racing that car, so I fit right in. But they're the drivers up there are like they're very good that race weekly there, and it's just hard to beat them. Yeah, speaking of act being so close, I feel like it really is only that close at like White Mountain, maybe and uh, and Thunder Road. You seem to have White Mountain figured out, but uh, completely different playing field this weekend going into Waterford. Have you uh, thought about how awkward your Monday morning uh, could be with uh, DJ? <laughs> and well. I have thought about it, and I like. I feel like I set set it up for a good, good week's worth this week when I ran into him this last weekend, and we fought, and he wouldn't talk to me on the front stretch, and it hurt my feelings. But then we talked last night, and it was all right. And I was like, "Man, this is really going to suck when we race for a championship." All right, so, <laughs> but, so so let's set the stage. So Waterford, right? You have an opportunity to win the American Canadian Tour Championship. Obviously, something very cool, a very prestigious award. Um, 
let's say if say if DJ is in front of you, what's the what's the point difference? Like twenty points or something like that. Yeah, twenty one. So what what is that on the racetrack? Is that two spots, three spots? No. So like I can finish ten spots behind him if he doesn't win, or something Holy like fuck. that. How does that work? Was it a half and a point per position? It's like it's <clears throat> two two points per position. So Sim- did I do my math, math wrong? No, simple math. Charlie just <laughs> his brain is broken or something. Yeah, I've been up since four o'clock Friday. Um, <laughs> but uh, okay, so uh, say say for whatever reason you you have to do it, do you wiggle DJ? Uh, it depends on what it comes down to. Like if he wiggled me to get by me, then I'll obviously wiggle him back. But probably I don't know. I don't know. I'm just. I'm going to go with, I don't know. So, so I mean, it, all things considered, though, it, it is a pretty cool opportunity that you have ahead of you, though, right? I mean, you and DJ, obviously, very, very close. You, you've you've been working there for fucking, I don't know how long now, right? Um, and it's it's down to you two, right? I mean, you, it's the American-Canadian Tour Championship. It, it's not a small deal by any means, and it's you and your best buddy, right? So uh, kind of talk to us about your season so far, and obviously you got the pro stock figured out as well, too, but what's this act deal going to mean to you if you can pull it off? It's pretty amazing, really. That car is way more fun to drive because you can beat the shit out of each other. But I don't even, the at car is not even kept in my shop. Matt Morrill actually does all the work on it. And I just show up on Thursday night and pick it up and go to the racetrack. So it's for what we've put together for a team and the results we've put together this year, it's been pretty sweet. I feel like if I look back on the season, we should have won like seven of the races, but we only won one so far. But as you guys saw at White Mountain, I probably should have won the 250, but I pulled a Gabe instead. But other than that, we've had a really good year. You know, a lot of you had a pretty good weekend this past weekend. We we touched on obviously Sunday. You ran runner up on Friday as well. But talk about the coolest thing you did at Oxford Plain Speedway this week. Wasn't anything. Uh, on Friday or Sunday, was it? No, it was Monday, and I tested a super modified, and I felt like a hero. If you race me like you raced your late model, your life will come to an end. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to do it on purpose. You just can't crash into people with those I, things. I was going to say, I don't think Bobby's. I don't think Bobby's threatening you. I think Bobby's just saying that warning you. Not gonna, yeah, it's not going to end well. <laughs> well, yeah, I can. I I hope I get to race Bobby. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm pretty glad that we don't race uh, together because you look like a pain in the ass to race with. So, well, um, <laughs> I I hope you don't. But <laughs> I remember so last year at the 250, I'm out drinking, and then Johnny Clark's dad shows up. It's like three in the morning. We're at like Louis Camper, and he's like, "You're Gabe Brown, right?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I am." He goes, "You drive the 50, right?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I do." He goes, you're, you're a pain in the ass to race with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I was like, okay. That isn't where I thought it was going, but. So, so where, where does where does all that aggression come from? Because, uh, I mean. It, he grew up in Center you, Conway. You, That's you what happened. Oh, yeah, the hood of Center Conway. Uh so uh, yeah, no, yeah. he was a fucking Shaw. He was born and bred into it. <laughs> but like, wh- where does it come from, though? Because like, it, there's no way you don't know that you drive like kind of a cunt sometimes, right? 
Like you, you have to, be, I, you have to have a little bit of self awareness, correct? I'm very aware that I drive like a cunt sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> like very aware. So do you just, do you just simply not give a flying fuck about like what anybody thinks about anything, or are we just, we just trophy hunting? What's this about? And why is Ross Chastain your favorite cup driver? Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't really have a favorite cup driver because like I just I don't watch cup that much. But anyhow, <laughs> I just. I I put in all the effort in my race cars. I work on them mostly by myself. I fix them by myself. I I put my new car, ninety percent of it together myself. And sometimes when I'm pissed off, I just am okay with ripping the fender off it because I'm the one that's going to have to fix it. I'm not going to have to pay for it to get fixed, and I'm just okay with the fact that I'm going to have to fix it if I'm mad at someone. Sometimes you need to make sacrifices in life. <laughs> I, yeah so this year i feel like i've been a lot better since like than usual i've been way less of a cunt this year the bar was pretty low though <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah or or high depending on how you look at yeah. it i guess yeah, it depends right? on how you look at it like. yeah uh well you, if nothing else you you certainly have you, you, I don't know how to explain it like when you're in the in the stands and there's like something happening there's always like even if it's not like in your group, there's always that one person that's like kind of pointing at something like, Hey, hey watch that. What's, what's going on over there? And it's usually pointing at you. Um, so thank you for at least, at least putting on something cool to watch. Uh, pretty much every time you're out there, you, you, if nothing else, you're entertaining. Uh, you're also fast too. So it's, it's pretty neat to watch. And, uh, the, the not give a fuck factor is, a it's, it's pretty spectacular, honestly. Yeah. It really should be the gay Brown. Don't give a fuck tour. Uh, and I, I do respect the fact that you get on Facebook and we'll just say flat out that you are a weapon. <laughs> well, you, like there's all these people that defend themselves when they know they like, I'm not going to go to anyone particular, but someone wrecked someone under caution this weekend and they just defend themselves and defend themselves. And like you fucked up, just admit it. Especially when you, wreck, especially when you wrecked the wrong car under yellow. Yeah, like when I like, nothing specific ripped though. Max's right front fender off at White Mountain, I just admitted that I was pissed off. What are you gonna do? Look like a fucking idiot even more? Yeah, I mean that's simple logic, and and I do agree with that logic. At all, um, my favorite quality in other humans is self awareness. So it seems like you got plenty of that. Like I'm not gonna go ask you on a date or anything, but. It might go better than what you've been doing, I guess, right? We'll have an update on that in the Patreon show. <laughs> uh, the, one of the last questions that I, I have for you, Gabe, is uh, how mad do you think Mallory is going to be with me in Atlantic City that we got you on before DJ? If well, we DJ don't hates get us. DJ, DJ hates us yeah. before then. Well, DJ hates you guys, so it's <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, he really flipped that script. It's, it's kind of cucking me. Can you ask him at work tomorrow why he hates us? Huh? Can you ask him at work tomorrow why he hates us? I well, I showed him your Snapchat today. I was like, "See, they'd be asking you if you didn't hate him." <laughs> <laughs> he just laughed. And I was like, "Actually, they did ask you, but you don't open your fucking Facebook Messenger." So yeah, he big time does. <laughs> yeah. Text. I texted yeah. him, snapped him, and Brad Facebook messaged him, and we got he uh, hit for the cycle in big timing us. <laughs> yep. So what do I got to do? Just, Call Steph and Steph. Can you have uh, DJ come in the office so I can yeah. talk to Call him? Steph, ask can for your Dale husband come and out and play with us, please? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, fuck. Yeah, no, he literally messaged me on Wednesday or something like, oh, no, just seeing this probably explains why on the tears it says hates us. (laughs) 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 Yeah, thanks, man. We didn't have a guest this Monday. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Well, all right, we'll, uh, we'll stop wasting your time by shitting all over you. I'm sure this is exactly what you want to do on a Monday and not work on your race cars. It's, well, I'm totally not going back to the shop tonight. So yeah, he, ju- right. he just said that the act car is housed at uh, someone else's facility, and he uh, just goes and picks it up. Is that is that the plan for this weekend, going into Waterford? And is there any like testing that you could do on Friday? looks like the weather is going to be superb this weekend, if you've looked into that. I don't want to like jinx myself or anything, but... That at car hasn't been on a surface place or surface plate or set up since before the White Mountain 250. So hopefully our system continues to work. How do you feel about Waterford? Do you feel pretty confident going in there? You like that track? I love Waterford. That's the best track up here. I agree. That's my favorite race track as well. I should have got my first win there, but Angelo <laughs> fucked me out of it. <laughs> well, well, it sounds like he got him back. No, not really. <laughs> okay. All I did was move him. And I actually didn't even see it. We were out of the race um, by that point. But my dad was like, yeah, what would Gabe have against Angelo? He didn't even try to go around him. He just punted him. I was like, I, I have to imagine Angelo probably was owed one by Gabe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he he certainly was in his uh, fuck. Well, all right, man. Um, if it doesn't rain, we'll see you this weekend at Waterford. If it rains, um, I guess we won't. But uh, thanks for thanks for hopping on with us. Congrats on a hell of a weekend. Um, sorry, thanks we for having me. I'm glad you guys don't hate me like you hate DJ. Well, no, 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 we, no, like we DJ. love DJ. Hates DJ hates us. Oh, oh, sorry, he yeah. hates you. And we're, yeah, I don't hate you guys like he does. Right, we're grateful that you that you enjoy us. Yeah, and you actually took our call. Yeah, even though my shit spreader of a phone was trying to sabotage the show. At least you know Androids suck. Yeah, well, I haven't had to buy a new phone in four years, so I'll take it. I'll take the the wins with the losses. That, that, mine works just fine. That's the awareness that we need out of Bob. Uh, Charlie also just got a new phone. Don't let the uh, fact <laughs> story. But, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, catch catch us uh, since DJ hates us. Catch uh, Bob and I with the uh, Gabe Brown <clears throat> shirts on uh, walking through the Waterford pit area on uh, on Saturday. Well, I'll have some new God Gabe Brown shirts for you guys at the trailer. Oh shit! Fuck yeah! Beautiful. You're already our you're our new favorite Center Conway, New Hampshire driver. <laughs> or North What Conway are you from? See you later. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. That was perfect. <laughs> uh, fuck. Well that was goop, right? Yeah. Gabe Brown, everybody. Yeah. yeah. Uh so that that's the kid that just won the past three hundred. <laughs> he did. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. uh he, 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 I don't yeah. think he led a single lap of the entire event. How do you win a race yeah. where it's, you don't Yeah, it was laps? literally like the milk bowl. Well, he, he led all yeah. of his laps on Friday. And didn't win that race either. Well, hey, well, you know, yeah, that that is pretty impressive though, because uh, him and DJ were what were not his finishes? Great, because uh, Mike Rowe got third after a DQ, and he was a seventeen, a one, and a three. He had yeah. a twenty. Mike Rowe had a twenty-one. Gabe had an eighteen, I think, and DJ oh. had nineteen. And then uh, Austin Terrace got the third spot by yeah, winning the, the last tie, race. Oh, oh. The tiebreaker. Yeah. Um, so I got it right here. Wow. Gabe Brown had a uh, three, eight, and a seven for eighteen. Holy fuck, that's. Uh, Dale Dale Jr. had a nine two eight for nineteen. Austin had eleven nine one, and Mike had a seventeen one three. And Corey Buber had a two five and a fourteen for a three way tie at twenty one. But Austin got the tiebreaker for winning the last race. Um, Rusty had a great. Uh, if we were playing 
high score, we win. <laughs> uh, 30, 27, 24. Fuck yeah. Tough, uh, tough day. That is better than 31, 28. Russell would have been relegated from that soccer league that does that. He did say, can you just not talk about me on the show this week? And I'm like, yeah, no, no problem, bud. I won't say a word. Yeah, we, we, yeah, won't, Bobby we won't say a word. Weekend. Yeah. We won't say a word about the, the, the 19 blowing power steering or uh, him pulling off or finishing 30th and worse. Well, and never, never pull out. Yeah, no, not even one time. Yeah. On the flip side, though, like that was a cool, cool format. Good day of racing. Got cold fucking quick, though. Do we want to just do we want to go over the weekends right from the get go or just dive into Sunday? What do we want to do? Well, we, we've so already we talked so much about Sunday that I feel like we might as well just dive into Sunday. I, I didn't work do, backwards through the weekend. I didn't yeah, do yeah, yeah. Jack fuck this weekend other than watch race cars on TV. And I'll, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Me and Jack. Uh, and uh, I will say that the being able to just sit on the couch and watch 300 different laps of social late or social social late models Jesus Christ uh super late models yeah Bobby's singing just uh threw me for a loop <laughs> because I was thinking of a completely different song and trying to come up with the lyrics as fast as he did but uh that was that was just not gonna happen not in the cards but uh, yeah not not going to the racetrack was not in the cars this weekend unfortunately had to uh, finally move all my stuff uh into the apartment and uh so I just yeah watched on TV and, and having Racing America have that be a free broadcast for all their subscription holders was fantastic. Just uh, sat and watched every lap from Oxford while I was kind of putting shit away. And you know once uh, the super late models were were on, I'd sit down and watch. Or um, limiteds obviously, I'd sit down and watch. And then we had a, I had a good little break to be able to put shit away. <laughs> rumor <laughs> uh, rumor has it the limiteds are still racing. <laughs> yeah, we uh, uh, we got our PP slab. Yeah. But it was it was good uh, to be able to. Uh, obviously, you guys were both busy and, and just be able to sit there and you know play a little bit on social media and uh, get us the three dollars that we get for every post that we post. And uh, you know. so the the first I actually was gonna like try to make a bunch of notes um, for this weekend, and I made one note, and that was the end of it. But the pass mods crashed on their outlap of race one. They did. Yeah, poor Alex Ricker made it about three hundred feet off the pit road and spun out and tore the right front off Owen Stewart's car. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> Sick. I, how did I miss that? I'm sitting there. I I had gotten uh, all of the the radio gear and my and uh, found a seat at the top of the grandstands. The past mods were before their first thirty lapper was before the first hundred lapper for the late models. And I look up and you just see a crash followed by because the twenty four is <laughs> driving back to the pits with the right front ninety degrees to the race car. Oh man, I'd be mad, and, and uh, <laughs> I'd be so mad. They were pitted. Owen was pitted right behind where we were sitting. He's driving Dave Vaughn's car, and he just gets out and just hmm, whatever. And him and his dad just start fixing it, and they never once got mad. Never just. <laughs> I think it was his first start. Maybe Friday might have been his first start at him. So he's like got no experience and tears the right front off. <laughs> Fucking sick. Outlap one. That's such <laughs> a bummer. <laughs> uh, uh, so I think Spencer Morse won the first one. Yeah, I uh, saw. I saw that. And that's about it. Our whole day got kind of <clears throat> fucked up. The yeah. first super late model race was electrifying for the drama and controversy. Isn't that the one where Joey was ahead for a while? and Joey, Joey led and, and ended up and then winning. Then Travis Stearns was second, and then there was a Sean Knight incident. <laughs> yeah, so Joey was, Joey was leading. Joey was in the and dirt and almost pounded the fucking Travis uh Travis Stearns was fast hawked him down kind of uh, Corey Bubar came with him so they had a really good they're gonna have a good three-car battle for the win and they rolled up on the 25 of Sean Knight and allegedly he was mad at Joey for something that went on Friday I don't know I can't confirm nor deny that but he was getting lapped for the second time and they put on a fuck of race just nobody let the 25 know that the passing flag means that there's a race going on and you're not in it. Uh, oh, yeah. See, it was uh, it was wild to see that, uh, like you say, getting lapped for the second time, all of a sudden he picked up a tenth or two and was so fucking... Like Joey, Joey was on Joey. the outside, 
trying to get him. You know, somebody was like, oh, he might have been holding him there to, to pick him. No, no, he wasn't. He was trying to get by him. And Travis Stearns picked the top to roll with him. Um, at this point, Rusty was out of the race, so I got to got to watch this battle. I wasn't spotting um, and not watching him. So Corey Bubar goes underneath and picks Sean's lane, and I'm like, Corey's going to drive to the lead because Sean's going to drive back by Joey. And eventually Travis Stearns just took care of that issue, um, shipped him, which the way I look at it, I like Sean. I, I raced with Sean. I was a fan of his. He, 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 if you want to race the leaders, fine, whatever. You're, you can do that. Own it. But you can't race the leaders and then get mad when the leaders dispose of you because you're racing the leaders. Like, you got to kind of pick one or the other. If you were trying to get out of the way and a guy runs you over, okay, be mad that you got run over. But you were, like, you were fucking the race up, you know, like, um, to the point where I started making a Facebook post about, uh, I mean, somebody was starting to make a Facebook post about the passing flag <laughs> and the race and, and I missed like the rest of it. I look up and he's fucking spinning. And then somebody's like, oh, he tried to wreck the, what did he try to hit the 15 and he missed? I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, uh, the Racing ended America up- broadcast, they didn't completely show up. But you could see, because like, it, that's the thing that uh, I'm, obviously those people, the cameramen have a, a very, very tough job. But you could see things playing out in like the peripheral yeah. of what they were actually sh- like shooting. And then you just see them you like gotta- dive into turn one. And like, you could see Sean Knight like, literally like coming down the racetrack and trying to just drive through the back of the 15. And then you see the 15 like wiggle a little bit. And then they're just like, Oh heck of a battle down the back stretch. You're like, fuck <laughs> what's going on in the bar. <laughs> There's a race car in the grandstands. Yeah. That uh, it looked like, because you, he was for sure waiting. And that was part of what I was talking about where everybody was in the stands. Like, Oh shit. Oh shit. Just pointing at that. And he was for sure. Just like a quarter throttle waiting, waiting, waiting gets the Travis Stearns. Tries to fucking pound him going into one swing and a miss. And he, he barely got him and fucking shipped himself right up by the bar. Dirt went fucking everywhere. But prior to that, the Travis Stearns wiggled Sean Knight and Sean, I think fucking club DJ and DJ went for yeah, he almost ended up in the wall, ride. sailed yeah. him out into the dirt. I he, almost had my race car made out ready to go. Cause that happened right in front of us. I was like, DJ is going to hit so fucking hard. And DJ was what? fourth yeah he was in, he, had, he yeah. was slowly creeping in on that battle and was in contention to to maybe steal the win on that one just because they were all held up so bad but and he dropped all the way back to 10th i don't know where he initially or he ended up finishing but that obviously cost eighth, him the yeah. eighth or ninth and yeah. well, it cost, cost him the him overall, win yeah. yeah but then dj obviously was visibly pissed at travis stearns too because he goes back up there and fucking slams on the brakes in front of him and yeah. There's a whole thing, but who's to say? I mean, if I mean, even if DJ finishes fourth and then the invert, that's the, the, six the, other the, spots. The but point is, it just yeah. what are you doing racing the leaders? What are we doing here? It was pretty egregious. I, I, I yeah. tell you what, man, uh, for and, s- Sunday afternoon entertainment, there is nothing better than just completely inverting the field. Yeah, yeah, what a fuck show! Um, <laughs> oh my god, but, especially the third one. Like, if you if you finished. That was, 25th that was the, an awful lot of wounded warriors starting at the front of that third yeah. one. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So he, uh, back to the the Sean Knight deal though. Once again, he was pitted kind of where we were standing, and the street stonks I think went out for their race. And uh, I had my back to the racetrack the whole time. I wasn't I wasn't watching what was going on the racetrack. I was watching what was going on in the pit area. Um, police cars eventually showed up. It was a big old mess to the point where in the in the second hundred lapper, um, things were, if you haven't figured it out yet, things were going poorly for the 44 crew on Sunday. Rusty pitted, and he goes to take off um, to go back out onto the track, and you know nobody's in like a great mood, so I'm trying to just, yeah, I'll just do a uh, funny ha-ha to enlighten the mood. When Rusty pulled out of his pit stall, so did the cop car. 
They're like, cop at your door, cop at your door, cop car at your door, cop at your quarter, quarter, cop car, clear cop, cop one back, police two back. <laughs> and one of his one, one of his sponsors was there for the weekend. He comes over at the end of the night and he's like, were you, on, were you the guy on the radio? I said, yeah. He's like, dude, I was pissing myself when you were spotting the cop car in the pit area. <laughs> uh, uh, just as serious as could be, I hope. Uh, yeah, no. no it's, it's any, I don't take anything serious except XM radio. Uh, Ayo. <laughs> well said. <laughs> Is that even a thing anymore? I don't know, but I was trying to think of uh, something to hit on this button, and I, I just don't think that there's a good one. Isn't but, there uh, a brumts? <laughs> ask and you shall receive. <laughs> uh, yeah, but so, uh, I mean, the, the past mods, past modded Spencer Morris picked up the overall win uh, in that one. Uh, obviously, we mentioned that he, he picked up the actual win in the, the first one, uh, picked up the overall win. Uh, that was cool. Smitty dominated your race, Charlie, uh, but I think you need to take us through your day. Uh, we uh, well, uh, haven't, haven't heard <clears throat> about my, your yeah, Do you have to go back to Oxford tonight to finish the race? Uh, yeah, fuck. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, no, my Sunday started with... Uh, wait, we got to go back to Friday. Because, uh, so, Friday... What night we NASCARed, right? Yeah, we did very, NASCARs. very quickly and efficiently too, man. Yes, it, it was incredible, honestly. Um, then we got fired. We did get fired for this <laughs> on weekend our, on our day off. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we uh, we did NASCARs. Uh, like you said, it was a quick, fun little night. Ripped it, ripped rip through the whole program pretty quickly, and uh, from there we had discovered that Chase was out of formula. Well, by the time NASCARs was done, Walmart was closed. Well, Chase gets up at 3 a.m. usually, and then he needs to eat again around 6 or 7. Did you have to feed him Buddy's dog food? No, no, no. no. So, <laughs> so he gets up, and he's been sick all week, too. So he's usually a great little kid. He's a great little baby. Really no complaints, but he's been sick all week, and he just... I think it involved he, Charlie and a nipple clamp. He's been, <laughs> he's been miserable. Um, so that being said, he's got to eat, right? So... I got to get up at like five something for Walmart to open at six and Walmart at 6 a.m. is interesting. It's for sure interesting. <clears throat> yeah. You're not in the sweet um, spot yet. The sweet spot no. comes around like seven from like seven to eight thirty. You can get in there and you can be kind of efficient. There's not many people in there, but you get the, the initial, the people that like beat down the door. It's 6 like, a.m. Is the, it's the blue hair special. How you got fast? fucking Gladys and all her fucking yeah, besties yeah. and bingo and fucking... <laughs> They don't even have to worry about counting the registers because everyone else is paying food stamps and Charlie's in there with uh, oh, Chris and 20. I'm already just like irritated because it's 5 a.m. and I'm at fucking Walmart of all places. So, uh, so that's how my fr- or Saturday morning started. So that being said, we were going to go load up and I was already running late to the shop. Get up to the shop and I don't, this sounds stupid, but I rent a shop from Bobby, right? Well, through various courses of events, I don't have a key to the building that I rent from Bobby. So I, I news to me. Yeah. I always (laughs) break in with a credit card. Not that anybody can break in with a credit card, but I know how to do it apparently. So room keys that Bally's gives you work phenomenal. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So I usually have to break into the building to get in there. And it's usually a non-issue. This one time was a fucking issue. So um, I figured out how to get into the building and get through all the shit. And again, I'm running late, so I'm already pissed off. And I get all the way to the racetrack and I realize I left 
the generator right in the RV, right in the driveway here in Scarborough, which is a perfect place for it. I left the trailer cord right in my truck at work because they, they let me borrow another truck. Well, if you got no generator, you don't need the cord. Well, I could have at least plugged into somebody else. Oh, that's true. <laughs> and I left the big green cooler that I usually fill up full of drinks for the whole crew right on the porch here in Scarborough again. So Filled? Huh? It was filled and you left it It had here? some stuff in it, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, fucking awesome that's three strikes and you're out before i haven't even unloaded yet right and this weekend uh, more so than usual oxford the the pit area is kind of just a free-for-all like there's some pet like paid spots that like uh, the late model teams have but for the most part it's fucking the gates open and it's just fucking seagulls everywhere at least to, the hounds yeah trying to get spots and everything so when, I, when and where do the pro four mods park <laughs> i don't know fucking fucking Sunday. if you're one of the 15 <laughs> fucking people that screenshotted tagged sent me that guy announcing to thompson speedway's facebook page about <laughs> fuck you fuck all of you all right i get it fuck nice guy jesus guy. christ so many people tagged me travis loved who tags me in the guy's post <laughs> <laughs> jesus uh, man but yeah i thought let us make fun of this guy in privacy <laughs> I, I thought it was fucking hilarious i i would have bet my house that he had a late model and he was ready to run i wasn't at claremont one of the pro four mods park I don't know, fucking Sunday. <laughs> what are we talking about? Uh, um, so yeah, that that's how my Saturday morning started. Get to the racetrack, no fucking place to park. I'm fucking furious. I'm getting more and more pissed, and then finally fire it into a spot, and finally had a nice little home for the weekend. And then Lindsay texted me because we had got a room at the Hampton Inn right across the street from the 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 holy fuck the casino, right? So if you had said casino there, I was going to riot. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're, we're right across the street from the casino and she gets halfway up. She's like, sends me a picture. She's like, I brought buddy. I'm like, buddy's our dog. Right. I'm like, okay, fucking what, cool. What, what about chase? So she brought the, she did bring the baby. She didn't forget the baby. So I'm like, all right, fucking cool. Let's, let's have a weekend. Right. Well, she gets halfway up and she starts, she, she's told me she's like, she's looking at the dog. She's looking back at the road, looking at the dog. She brought the dog, none of his food, none of his water, none of his bowls, nothing. So two very sleep deprived parents headed an hour from the house with not a fucking thing that we need. And we are ready to go racing for sure. So uh, we had ourselves a fucking Saturday morning for sure. And uh, finally got unloaded and uh, Matt uh brought us an absolute fucking bullet for the weekend. We had one of the best handling cars I've ever had at Oxford. I was so excited. Um, go out for practice, and, and we lay down a, a pretty good time. We're top three on the charts. One lap didn't look like it was real, uh, so pretty much top two as far as I'm concerned. And then um, go out there, and you know we're just kind of fine tuning on it. It's it's one of those. It's a cool experience to go to the track, Bobby. I'm sure you know where you're you're close enough where you just start doing minor shit. You're not wholesaling shit. You're not fucking. <clears throat> the least you have to do on the race car during a race day are the best days. Yes. Yes, and we were we were for sure at that point, and we're like, we got a fucking good little piece here. It feels good to do that when you're only racing a couple times a year. You know, they they knew that we were there. People are coming up to me like, man, you're fucking fast. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, yeah, you know, you're getting yourself all pumped up, right? So, had ourselves a good little Saturday. Uh, Jeff, Julie, the kids, they were camping out in the parking lot, so got to hang out over there for a little bit. And it was nice to have the hotel room just literally like three minutes from the racetrack instead of driving an hour all the way back home. So. Had a good little home home base set up there. And uh, to cap off our Saturday, though, we're fucking starving, right? I've realized now I've been awake since 4.45, and I have not eaten 
at all today. And it's like eight o'clock at night. So, oh Jesus. So we get back to the, the you're so you're still so hungry. You're just trying to take a bite out of the <laughs> <Yeah>. microphone. <laughs> so we, we finally get back to the hotel room and uh, Lindsay's like, why don't I just go get like Applebee's to go or something? Cause uh, believe it or not, DoorDash and Oxford, Maine, there are quite literally says no results. You're kidding. Uh, they, they, they don't even know what DoorDash is. <laughs> no. the, the 3G internet is not picking up <laughs> yeah, up there. They're on dial up. Still, <laughs> You'd put a hundred thousand miles on your car in a week. If you had the DoorDash <laughs> up there. <laughs> <laughs> uh fuck so uh she's like why don't i just run down to applebee's we'll do applebee's to to go or pick curbside pickup whatever it is so i'm like okay whatever so i get myself a nice salmon right i like their i like their salmon it is it's, good for, for frozen fucking, salmon for what it is it's not bad microwave salmon not bad right mm. uh nice mashed potatoes and some broccoli well they also offer booze that you can take out so i got a six pack of miller light we're gonna settle into the hotel room I don't want to fucking see another soul the rest of the night, right? So I'm just going to get boozed up. We're going to go to bed, have a nice night's sleep, ready to rip, right? She gets back with our food, start looking at it. Not a fork, not a <laughs> spoon, not a, not even a fucking straw to be seen with the, this Applebee's to go. The, there's a reason why they work at Applebee's. So I, I am already, I smell like a foot because I just did race car shit all day. I'm covered in fucking dirt and grease and shit. And I all I've wanted is just Applebee's and to take a shower, right? Oh. I get this Applebee's. I I was a goddamn Neanderthal, just fucking hand scoop and mashed potatoes <laughs> into my mouth, looking like a salmon. Fool. The, salmon's a finger food. Yeah, <laughs> so, so I'm I'm fucking fiddle fucking around with this salmon. I'm just like, you know what? This is exactly how our day has gone. Why why not? Right? Of course. <laughs> they, they, they of might course. well just giving you the whole fish, not cut up or nothing. Yeah. Just grab it from the fucking yeah. mouth. You, you open it up, it's just a fish head. You're like, yeah, yeah all right, that makes sense. It, it's, it's still like trying to breathe through its gills yeah you didn't, you i'm didn't like mosey <laughs> down to the where they have their probably shitty breakfast and grab buddy some like moldy cornflakes uh, and grab you a fucking <laughs> spork or something no she she did she did stop at walmart got charlie some, gets nine dollars worth of doritos from the vending machine <laughs> to feed buddy <laughs> so so now the the dog also this was the coolest part too so we have a king size bed here, right? It's one of the I'll never ever really try to sleep in anything other than a king size bed ever again. It's fucking just the greatest thing. We we get to do our thing or whatever, say, "All right, love you, bye," and then we just sleep in different area codes. It's phenomenal. Mm. Well, the only room that they had available was two queen size beds, right? So I was making the joke, "Oh, buddy got his own bed." Like, of course the dog got his own queen size bed. Well, we have the baby in his bassinet. He's over next to us. He's sleeping, and it's probably, I don't know, 2 or 30 in the morning. I get woken up to Buddy jumping right on my balls <laughs> on the bed. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Yeah, we got you your own bed. <laughs> you have, you have, liter like, you have oh, the man. world's biggest dog bed right now, and you just choose, you have to be on my ball sack right now. Um, so, yeah, Lindsay did call that. I was like, oh, yeah, we got the dog his own bed. He's like, there, she's like, there's no fucking way. Have you ever met that dog? He's going to be up here ass <laughs> all night long. And uh, that that was correct. She was right on that. So we got through Saturday, and uh, then we hit Sunday. Um, the original plan was it was supposed to be two practices Saturday. They gave us a freebie. We opted out of the third one on Saturday. We thought we were pretty good. So then Sunday we uh we tried something for the uh the first practice there and uh we we had ourselves a full blown pit stop too um so we we recruited Bra uh Brandon Lazat uh Ethan Walker Jeff Walker and Trevor Ward and Matt 
as a pit crew because we were going to scuff tires and then throw some bones back on it and go beat on it and see what it would do later on in a run. So I, I come in and I see this ragtag group of fucking yahoos jacking up my race car. And I'm like, they're going to kill somebody there for sure. There's no way they're not going to drop this car on somebody. Um, they didn't though. Uh, so we, we did get our NASCAR style pit stop and everybody was all horned up about that. And, uh, got back out there again, top, five-ish in time somewhere on sunday so we had ourselves a good little piece we went out there in the heat race drew a 10 which put us sixth in the first heat somehow uh went from sixth to second i uh, got jordan russell at the line on the last lap and i'm like maddie we got a we got a good little piece here for sure like we you know maybe a little snug in the middle but nothing nothing crazy at all and you know we like i said we had a really good piece and then came the feature and uh on this show i have said some things that have gotten myself into some trouble and uh, i'm not going to get into any specifics but about who i'm just going to say that i was right so uh, <laughs> <laughs> um there was uh eight cautions i believe in the first 15 laps of our race uh, it took 45 minutes to do 15 laps most of which were just because they go a lap ahead every time a yellow comes out so i think we legitimately got three green flag i looked at yippa and i said uh what's half a 75 which you shouldn't ask yippa that because he didn't fucking know i was like i think it's 37 and a half and he's just looking at me like i'm stupid and i was like this is a 37 and a half segment race they're rice they're running in two lap segments because you guys would go a lap and crash and finish the second lap well okay and then they would go a lap and somebody would and it was like the same car over and over and over again from like 11th on back was scary (laughs) (laughs) the top 10 was doing fine 11th on back a lot of cars that don't race at oxford on a regular basis were struggling so uh so i don't run the race receiver so matt has the race receiver for for the spotter most most, a lot that happens a lot the spotter has the race receiver that's with race control to my knowledge nothing was said just the yellow comes out pace truck picks us up and drives with us in line right to the pit area so if you see the pace truck with the lights on still going to the pits you're like ah fuck like where we are it's one of those nights like i felt like a junior box stock race at fucking bartlett so uh we uh we ended up going all the way down pit road as a nice little parade down through the entire pits. They sent us all the way down to where the vintage cars park. Yeah, I had to get you out of the way so they could line up the last super late model race. So I can spin us around, put us in timeout, basically. <clears throat> and we all got the don't touch fucking nothing. Nobody touch fucking anything on your race cars. And we're like, oh, fuck, here we go. So we're all just sitting there fucking dicks in hand, ready to fucking get yelled at. And they're like, you guys are all going to be fucking last, which there was still a modify us what were they doing 30 30, 30. modified 100 laps super late so there's 130 laps of racing left still they're like you guys are gonna be fucking last and we're like oh awesome fucking cool it's like i didn't want to watch any racing this weekend anyway so we all get out and jason ricker the uh the the tech guy general manager whatever you want to call him of the racetrack there he's like all you drivers i want to talk to you out back right now and i was like oh boy here we go so we get back there and he was like, this is fucking embarrassing. And I was like, he is absolutely right. This is fucking stupid. Like, we are legitimately considered second or third tier cars of the night, right? Like, we should know what the fuck we're doing. And it was a common issue for it seemed as though the same fucking person every time. And uh, the gaggle of maybe two or three that were just kept wrecking every single lap. So the the, the quote of the night was, uh, I think it was Jordan Russell, was like, you know, I understand why you're yelling at all of us, 
but 95% of us have it figured out. Maybe you should be talking to the 5% who don't have it figured out. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, we got put in timeout, boys. Uh, I don't know that that's ever happened to me, go-karts or otherwise. Maybe one time in a go-kart race. It happens to me once a year at Star Speedway. So well, that's fucking yeah, nothing new. <laughs> yeah, de- definitely never in a full-size car. So that was, uh, that was a new experience. There was a lot of pissed-off people. Uh, the, the one rule was um, you can't put a jack under it. Other than that, I don't give a fuck. So we're like, okay, that's Get the awesome. skinniest guy you got to climb underneath <laughs> the back of the thing. Then <laughs> I was like, okay, fair enough. Cause my toe was knocked way the fuck out. Um, so we, we got to adjust on that a little bit. I think Jordan Russell's airbox was fucking smashed in. People were working on their shit. Yeah, he got fired into a light pole after the yellow was out. Yeah. He wasn't happy about it either. Oh, you're kidding. Um, so, uh, anyway, we, by the time that shit had all happened, we were the, basically the top three to five of us were just kind of swapping spots under every restart because the inside line was just so dominant. So I think by the time it had all shuffled out, I was fourth and uh, we start going again, fall in line and we're just kind of riding for a little bit. Then all of a sudden the engine started making popcorn and I'm going down and she's going and I'm starting to kind of just flat foot it from the center all the way down the straightaways. And I'm, I'm down probably 50 100 horse at this point right and we're just falling back and sucks because we had a really good handling car i think we legitimately had a top three race car where in that top three i don't know smitty was pretty dominant but i think we could have at least got second and uh it just it was just laying down hard 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 and uh fall back to like seventh and uh got routed out of the way for seventh and uh didn't put up with that ship someone and uh fucking the the zero four mm. that, that would be zach bowie yeah um i didn't see it because I, I went home yeah it was fucking cold <laughs> no i mean i I, I gave him the, i gave him the whole top side of the racetrack he couldn't pass me once he fell back in line and four wheeled me under the curb and i just was like <clears throat> yeah we're not probably not going to do that but uh <laughs> did, did did a uh, significantly better job than sean knight it was perfect because <laughs> it was in the exact same spot that sean knight tried to do it and charlie executed it flawlessly it, yeah i just it, we're, we're battling Charlie's out there putting on seminars. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if it's for the lead, it's one thing, but it's like, we're battling for seventh. If you need the 40 bucks that bad, I'll write you a fucking check, dude. Yeah, like, I'll pay you $40 not to run into my race car. Yeah. So I just, I have very low tolerance for shit like that. And, uh, the, I, I like Zach. I like talking to Zach. I, I've had fun racing with him, but that was just something that kind of just pissed me off. And I gave back to him. I'm sure he's upset. It is what it is. But uh, anyway, had, our, had ourselves a time. It sucks. Uh, it looks like we're in the market for a new 602 crate engine or someone who can rebuild one or possibly both. I don't know yet. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's probably going to wrap up our 2023 season unless somebody calls me and says drive my race car. But that's never happened yet. So um, we'll, uh, we'll see what happens. But we're going to have some work to do. We're going to strip it down to bare nothing, I think, over the winter and uh, get it nice and painted and freshed and maybe do some updates on it. It's been a while since we've done it uh, to that extreme. So uh, looking forward to kind of mellowing out for a little bit. Um, but, yeah, it was, a, it was a time at Oxford for sure. So shout out to everybody that helped us, uh, Matt King, Ashley King, Lindsay, obviously. Uh, good little crew. Ethan helped out quite a bit too. So we're uh, on to the next one, boys. But. Yeah. The third uh, <clears throat> the third super late model race. Uh, the second one, Mike Rowe beat DJ for the win. Um, the third one, I think Austin Terrace ended up winning. Uh, I We ended up getting crashed um, <clears throat> when the 0-1 spun. After he self-cleared himself on the five car, coming out of two, spun, stacked up the whole field. Rusty jumped a wheel trying to miss it and ended up breaking the steering. Um, but, you know, 
I was kind of watching Rusty. He pitted. They're fixing it. We're, we're communicating back and forth. I didn't even see what went on, um, but uh, I'm, I'm looking and I'm like, yeah, hey, Rusty, there's some scuttlebutt going down at the other end of the pit area, so be careful coming back onto the track. I don't know what's going on. I just see a bunch of people running down there and people running up to the top of the grandstands. Uh, Steven Chacoin riding around under yellow just caved Austin Terrace's right front end because he thought Austin spun him out. Didn't even know what, what went on. Is that why uh, I heard I'm going to fucking kill you uh, uh, at some point? <clears throat> Cushman, uh, Jay is Austin's father. Um, Patriots struggling. They ought to look into signing Jay for their running game. <laughs> he shook a tackle and got a, got free and continued on down through the pit area and had a whole jack, not the jack handle, had the whole fucking thing, and it was going through the windshield of the zero one car if he could get there. Mm. That um, happened. That happened. I'm pretty, right sure, in front I'm of pretty us. sure it was Gabe's Jack. I don't even. He yeah, just grabbed, it was whoever's Jack was pitted next to Shacoin. It was an innocent Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Episode two forty one. Innocent Jack. <laughs> it, it, it was an innocent bystander Jack. Uh, I don't know whose it was, but um, it wasn't Shacoin's, and it certainly wasn't uh, Jay's. But uh, yeah, Jay Jay came down, mocked Jesus, ready to fucking kill somebody. Don't blame him. Uh, I didn't see. They it. have had uh, problems with Shacoin already this year. And uh, if you deserve to get your right, which if you reckon somebody under yellow is a cheap shot, um, that's that's bush league. Anyway, wreck, wreck the right guy at least. You like what? You didn't even hit the right guy. Well, also Austin <sighs> didn't Austin go on to win the race too? He did. So. Uh, but Jay said it bent the spindle. You know, wrecked the tie rod. And I don't blame Jay for being mad. Uh, I'm probably not going to try to throw a whole ass jack through the through the windshield. That's just a lot of work, that, really. Yeah, <laughs> that uh, that the, there's a little bit of a scuttlebutt on Facebook or something at some point today, and I was looking through the comments, and uh, I did see a at uh, Stephen Chacoin's mom probably thinks he's good or something like that from Jay. <laughs> yeah, from Jay. Jay didn't hold back. Tag him in and everything. I was like, wait, is this like is this shit talk or is this like playful banter? And then no, straight yeah. up shit talk. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I realized yeah. that. Uh, Once again, I've said it before on the show. Fun. If you're not following Dan Collins on Facebook, you're absolutely missing <laughs> out. This is like main racing forum type shit that goes on on Dan's Facebook page. It's awesome. Top tier yeah. content. To the point I'm reading it to my dad today, and my dad's just like, you know, but I don't get it. A um, little bit of backstory. My dad used to fight. He was a boxer when he was younger. He's like, <clears throat> I go to the racetrack to race. He's like, if I wanted to fight, I would have just kept fighting. Would have yeah. never got into racing. Yeah, that's fair. Your, your dad is probably one of very few people I just would steer clear of. Uh, it's very quote worthy. Yeah, I, he. For those that don't know, Bobby's father is what's he six feet? Yeah, he's, he's we're the same exact size now. Yeah, um, Fat Bobby was fatter than my dad, but me now we're the same size. Yeah, so but six B, feet, hundred and ninety pounds. BT two is Jack though. He has huge fucking hands. Yeah, uh, bare paws. Yeah, I just I. Probably ever would have fucked with him even one time. So, uh, it, and I have, he barely talks. He's a very quiet guy. Doesn't he's say much. Very reserved. When, when he does speak, it's usually worth listening to. Yeah, I shoot my mouth off and yell and <laughs> nobody listens. When dad speaks, everyone's like, ooh. Everybody shuts the fuck up. Attention. And I, I've Front seen, I've seen, I have legitimately seen him get mad twice. Uh, once was something that involved me at a go kart race. The second was, I think, when Rusty put the John Deere tractor in the pool. Uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that was the only rule of the pool party that day was to keep the pedal tractor out of the pool. And my buddy, Andrew Frank had that thing sized up on the diving board and, and I'm underneath, I'm under the deck wheeling some fucking chick and everyone's like, Hey, uh, Bobby, your, your dad's, he's not happy. And I'm like, fucking all hammered, buckled up. Like what? He's like, I told you 
Not to put that fucking tractor in the pool. I'm like, hey, whoa, whoa, oh shit, oh fuck, I've got to get control of my pool party here. Yeah, yeah, I've legitimately <laughs> seen him get mad twice. Yeah, uh, yeah. Once was literally you're all going home if that me. thing gets any closer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, BT2, great guy. Yeah, so that was. Uh, I think that pretty much wraps up Sunday. Um, well, we got to go back a day, Bob. You flat. <clears throat> yeah, uh, Billy Childs won the street stocks, and he pounded the wall, missing a wreck. I guess I heard it on the PA. Didn't see it. Reading his Facebook page, I guess they had a wreck. He had nowhere to go. Bounced thing off the fence. Tore the thing. All the fucking dog food. Yeah, I think the seventy-one um, went around on the backstretch, and yeah, he went high, got in the dirt, and I didn't think he the hit wall. the wall. Like, but I thought he. I I thought he missed the wall, but uh, the announcer was. I mean, the the, the announcer. You would have thought he went head on into the wall. So. <laughs> I mean, if you find the medium between those two. To be fair, I could see if you're looking at it from the front stretch as the announcer. Oh, yeah. It would have looked like, Once you get off into that dirt, you're not really turning. It it was right in front of us, and I don't know that he hit it. I don't think he hit the wall, but it was was fucking close for sure. So shout out Billy for winning that. On a similarly related note, hitting the wall, Michael Scorzelli hit a metric fuck ton. He lost uh, two race cars this weekend. That was so bad. So I didn't see what was going on. Rusty had come back out and was half a lap behind the field, kind of just trying to catch back up under green. And I see Mike get spit out of the pack and he fucking nailed the wall where we were sitting, like shake the grandstands hit head on. Like the last two people that have gotten killed at Oxford, you know, years ago, but same, same spot, same style. And I'm like, Holy fuck. One on the wall, hard on the back stretch, bud. Caution's out. And I look up and Rusty's doing 360s down the front stretch. And I'm like, I don't know what you got going on over there, but Michael Scorzella <laughs> just hit the wall a ton back here. <laughs> Rusty uh, won the race. <laughs> his, his steering broke and locked up, and he just spun it out because he said he was going to hit the wall on the front stretch because uh, it wouldn't turn. So, Which uh, is a ways away from the racetrack. So yeah, I weren't even watching him. I, like, I don't know what you got going on over there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, You're still fuck. clear of the uh, cop cars, though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, fuck. No, so. so Scorzelli had himself a fucking weekend. So what was it? Friday, he junked his distance car, right? So uh, made a deal with Jordan Russell. That's going to go on a Russell and Sons fucking tow truck straight to Jeff Taylor's up in Farmington or wherever he is in Maine, right? So his crew drove. They're from New York. His crew got in a truck, drove all the way back to New York, Picked up their backup car, which is a Fury car, to which he then showed back up on Sunday and fucking plugged that one in the wall as well, too. So hard. And put the right front tire basically in the passenger seat. That's so tough. And those are, I think that they're to the point where both cars are just start over. That's so tough. I mean, if there's ever, if there's a silver lining, if there's ever a good time to do that, it's probably the end of the season. But uh, you got to respect that effort. Love the effort. New York is very not Not close close to here. I think the closest part of New York is eight hours. Yeah. Well, There's boy. six. Capital, I guess, capital yeah. regions five and a half. But, yeah, uh, yeah. So tough break for for him. I know him and his wife. Uh, they support us. They're both, or at least one of them, Patreon pal. Both um, of them, I think, are. Yeah. So that's tough. Didn't like that. Was glad to see him get out of the car. Um, but that was a fucking hard ass hit. Haven't seen anybody hit that hard at Oxford in a long time. And all, mind you, all this shit's happening while we're in timeout. So we just got parked for having caution after caution after caution. And the, the, and third, super, yeah, the third super late model the race, the third super late model race picked up right where you guys left off. Like, yeah, they weren't yeah. no differently. Like, they no. were still ruggling to the point where people were like, what are you going to do? Put them in timeout? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was, no, it, that, that was kind of what I was, 
That was kind of what I was talking about uh, with the invert being absolutely must-watch television because there was a whole bunch of cars that were starting at the front that like, missing quarter panels uh, and missing oh, fenders and doors I'm, caved in and fucking tape holding the roof. And this on. is before they I'm, take the green. I'm going through. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm going through like box after box trying to like find little homes for places to try to get the whole like apartment cleaned up. And then I hear like super late model like feature number three out on the raceway and I like turn around and I'm like oh cool and I'm like standing up in the middle of the living room and I just see like the first row go by the yeah, second row got, go by you got Dom the Carrot. third the fourth the fifth and I'm like oh no we're done Dom <laughs> sit down on the couch Dom Carrot starting on the pole or outside pole or whatever and the entire left rear quarter's gone roof fucking window like <laughs> the, 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 the roof was fucking <laughs> like being taped like I, oh, I, I held on my tape i think it was either his heat race or one of the hundreds somebody forgot to set the front shocks too he's coming by the front stretch I, you'd have thought that they were going to put dirt in the middle and mm. and go fucking monster trucking uh because that thing come off the corner just like a water bed just bah, and then fucking <laughs> pointed straight to the sky and then slam down in the fucking corners i'm like he, dom's having a day for yeah. sure yeah uh, that's that's not the day that you want to have, but uh, there was a day to be had for mm. uh, Max Cookson, who officially locked up the Pro Al Star Series uh, championship and the national championship, uh, the North Championship, I guess. And um, is this still Pass North, even though Pass South is not a thing? Yeah, I, don't know. I can't wait for them to start the Pass Northeast Southwest Series. What you get? It. <laughs> yeah. I think that. Oh, was that. East? I thought you said Weast. <laughs> Damn it, Bobby. Uh, <laughs> was that yeah. a yes or a King of the Hill quote? <laughs> <laughs> on one with my fucking cartoons tonight. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so Max had a day, locked up the championship. Uh, Brandon Varney locked up the championship in the past mods. Um, I don't know what else happened. but uh, <clears throat> Smitty won the limited race. I think yeah. we said that. Dick stomped us. Oh, man. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, went full fucking beat the shit out of your horse after the Kentucky Derby after the race. What a quote. Mm. Love that. That what was a, a great quote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a great quote. What's even better is just the mental image of this little tiny horse jockey winning the Kentucky Derby and then getting off the horse and smashing it with a baseball bat. (laughs) I think what's even better. Or just hauling off it. Specifically specifically in the Loudon Overflow Park. I I think that uh, I would. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, In the fan zone. (laughs) The driver. The driver. Does the winner of the Kentucky Derby get out or get off his Adam Petty and beat the shit of Adam (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And, uh, I believe that that's a callback to an early, early show. The, the winner of the uh, crayon or whatever fucking 301 yeah. has to drive through the tunnel the out to the midway. Fucking... And then that's where victory lane is. And then at the end of it, people that don't like you get to beat the <laughs> fuck out of your car while you're strapped inside of it. <laughs> it's, like a, it's a Nashville Predators, a playoff game. Um, but yeah, I think uh, that pretty much wraps up uh, Oxford and uh, Loudon talk. And uh, we, we do have a shit ton of Patreon questions. Yeah, to, let me, uh, let me, let me uh, talk about myself for oh, my yeah. Saturday because I had a Saturday. Um, you know, no, I'm not breaking any news here, but winning a race, big swinging dick feeling. I don't care if it's a half a race against 12 cars. Uh, so we go to Claremont on Saturday. I'd never been to Claremont. Interesting drive there. Like I said earlier, I was starting to hear banjos. Is that a neighborhood? The woods. Yeah. Mm. Like, Whoever has the house, that's rad. Like I'd build a fucking observation deck on my roof and say I'm not buying tickets. Yeah, you say whoever has the house. Bobby is referencing the the house that is like literally <laughs> in the middle of the parking lot of the racetrack. So it's like the the racetrack is down in a hill, and you pull off the road, and there's a house. You go like 
through this guy's driveway down back to the racetrack. <laughs> like you could, this guy probably could just sit in his house and see the racetrack, like clear as day. It's awesome. Sick setup. You just uh, try to charge people five bucks for parking. Cause well, like, <laughs> like you said, the racetrack's like in the hill yeah, too. Like, so it's like, you're looking down on the racetrack, no it, matter where you are. It was in such a downhill that instead of having push trucks for the supers, all of us were just putting our cars on the hill and telling the four wheelers to get us and gravity would just start the car. Fuck yeah. <laughs> it was, love man. that. <laughs> um, didn't really know what to expect. Had never, like I said, never seen Claremont before. Um, fun ass track, really fun. Races a lot like Star, very similar in characteristics. Did you forget turn one too? No, or? and in fact, I actually figured that out quicker than anything else. Like my car was really good through one and two. I, I on the way there, I uh, you know, I w- in my days of being a student, I, I did my studying last minute, a very last minute. So I'm on the way there. I think that's all. All of us dialing up YouTube. Let's watch some GoPro videos on the way there. It took me 25 minutes of scrolling through fucking vintage car and GoPro footage to finally find something of a fucking race car that had an onboard camera. Shout out Kyle Smith at 949. I found one of his videos from a tri-track race. So I'm watching, trying to figure it out, get a lay of the land. They keep showing camera shots that show out the back of the car, and I see Priest, who I think he finished second in that race, brake rotors are on fire. Bright orange, match the orange vinyl on the car. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, this place where you're going to need a lot of ton of brake. I don't, I'm not a good breaker. I'm not, my car has very, very small brake package on it. That's why I struggled at Monadnock last year. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, like, damn it. So I'm out there in the first practice, just two step in the brake, trying to get the thing to turn. And then I start using a little bit less, a little bit less. And I'm like, I just tried not breaking. And I watched my number go from not on the board to the top of the board. Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> don't need any any of that i i I assume the big (laughs) flappy wing on top yeah i was doing most of the work so i come in after the first practice dad's like was the tires that far off or did you just figure it out all at once i'm like he's like you picked up like four tenths in a lap i'm like yeah i just forgot i wasn't in a tour modified and i'm in a crate (laughs) car and it just stops on its own so went out in the second practice had some carburetor issues it was real cold um so i was fucking with the carburetor Car wouldn't build any temperature. Like coming in temp gauge one thirty. Like, no fucking way. Like I fight a cold day. Normally it runs two twenty. It just should be at least one eighty. So hard to keep those things cool because um, the air, you know, the wings just push all the air over the car. The radiators don't get a ton. So, yeah, whatever. So we go on time trials. Um, <clears throat> I didn't think I laid down a good lap. I it didn't feel great, but we were third. Uh, Mike Nedishin got the pole over Jeffrey. Um, real close, real tight. Everybody was really close. So There's probably six or seven cars all within like a tenth and a half for the pole. Go out in the first feature is a twin 25 format. And they told us in the driver's meeting, um, if you take the checkered flag, if you finish the race in the first one, you are eligible for the full field invert <clears throat> in the second one, which a couple guys were like, well, what about lap cars? And he's a uh, Marshall Hurley, the race director is like, nope. <clears throat> if you finish the first one, you're eligible. I don't care if you're 10 laps down. So I go out in the, we go out in the race, Mike Nedishin and Jeffrey go down into one. They kind of touch wheels a little bit. Jeffrey clears them. I get by Nedishin the next lap running second. Probably the same speed as Jeffrey. Wasn't going to catch him. Definitely wasn't going to pass him. Um, 25 lap race is quick. You know, they go by quick in them things. So I'm like, all right, well, we're, we're, we're definitely a top three car. Probably run second in this one. Sucks we're going to start up back in the next one. But well, let's see if, what we can do here. Maybe we can steal this one. And I come off a of four. Power down. Like, uh-oh. That ain't good. Fucking get out of the way because we're going to get run over. Uh, I was like, fuck, what the fuck? You know, so I, I tried Try to get it refired. Caution comes out. Try to get it refired. Try to get it refired. It won't. It won't. I'm like, God, fucking damn it. Fucking motherfucker. Uh, so we get in the pits and I, I 
point the car so like I can get pushed back off pretty easily. I'm like, guys, I don't care what it takes. Fix this thing. We I, Just make this thing have a pulse. We need to get back out on the racetrack or else we're going to start last in the second one. We're fucked. Um, you know, so we, you know, we, we popped the hood off. We checked the carburetor. There's fuel in the floats. Dad chases all the wiring. They did have one yellow pretty quickly. Uh, somebody spun on the restart. They get back going green. Right as they get green, Dad pops the distributor cap off. The rotor button in the distributor had come apart. Brand new. All, all the shit was brand new at Lee. So it's got one race on it. The They have plastic screws holding it together, and it sheared the screws off. Huh. And then when it fell off, it just blew it to pieces. So got another distributor in the trailer. Take all the internals out of that. They're like three quarters of the way of getting this thing done. Dad's getting it screwed back in. And I still have my drive. You know, I'm still strapped in the car ready to go. I got my radio in, and I hear car stopped and turned two. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. We just fucking won the second race. Uh, caution comes out. Um, they get it on. I'm telling Brandon, I'm like, Brandon, get on the four-wheeler. Go, 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 go. Well, the, the pits are at an incline, and I was using a jack stand on its side as like a wheel chalk. Never took it out. Fuck yeah. Brandon fucking touches me off with the four-wheeler, and I drive right over that fucking thing. Right front's like a foot in the air, spits it out. Like, it just <laughs> fucking sends that thing flying. I'm, he stops. I'm like, keep going. We're good. We're good. And uh, so does it matter if you go a lap down or not, or nope. you just have to finish you just the race? have to finish the race. Okay. okay. So get us back out there. I think I was nine laps down. Start at the back of the field. I lag way, way back. Run the whole field down in two laps. Lag way, way back. Run the whole field down in two laps. Like, okay, we got a pretty fast fucking race car still. So now I'm like racing, but I'm not trying to watch the race for the win. Like an idiot. <laughs> I'm like watching uh, Ryan Locke took the lead from Jeffrey on the second start and on the third restart. Um, Jeffrey was trying to pinch him down there, banging wheels, smoke, jumping wheels. Hell of a race. It looked like, and I'm like, I should stop watching the leaders and maybe watch like what you're doing. The bobbers that are in front of me, like <laughs> probably shouldn't be watching what's going on up there. I'm going to drive into a wreck or something. So a uh, little bit of misfortune turned into uh, some fortune. We started on the pole. The second one just took off. I think it was one caution. Um, got to about a straightaway lead, lost considerable amount of time in lap traffic at the end, but I was kind of just taking it easy. You know, like probably about halfway I could see uh, some, the back of the field. So I slowed down so that I caught the back of the field with only a couple to go and, and safely, uh, safely steered at home for uh, the win in the second one, which was cool. Um, it was a cool format. They paid both races separately. There was no combined score, no, you know, getting paid for one overall, um, which was really cool because the, the the day really would have sucked if you had driven three hours, break a distributor on lap five of a fifty lapper, and you finished dead last and get two hundred bucks. Whereas now you like you get a, you get a chance to redeem yourself. Both podiums were completely different drivers um, in both races, so spread the money out. I think uh, Mike Nettishin finished. He probably would have had like the best overall. I think he was third and fourth. Jeffrey was second and fifth. Um, but no, all in all, a good day. Claremont was a lot of fun. Wish it was a little bit closer, but uh, I think we at least I think we have a date there next year. So I'm looking forward to going back. It was cool to end the year with a win. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Met some pals, met a few pals, sold some merch. That was cool. Um, didn't know they had Spotify or internet out there, so grateful for that. Or running water, <laughs> anything. And yeah. uh, shout out to Emily Miller. She sponsored my pit pass for me, and she bought me a couple of Lonnie New Energy drinks to replace the ones that that dipshit Jeff Champagne drank on me at Thompson. So very oh, yeah. nice, very yeah. nice. Miss M's a nice lady. Yeah. yeah. So it was a yeah. good, good day at the races for sure. Good way to end the year. Like I said, uh, I'm not breaking any news, but when you win a race, fucking right like this. Yeah. yeah. I wish it was two of us, Bob. Mm. That's all right. We tried. We did. We tried. I, well, I did that. <clears throat> I can't make fun of Rusty anymore, though, for uh, hitting the invert right and winning half a race because that's exactly what I did. No, whatever. Fuck it. Yep. Yeah. So Patreon, so, yeah. 
Yeah. P- Patron. Patron, you want Patron? Patron? Starting with the, well. Starting really. on the poll. Starting uh, the first Patreon question that comes up on mine. I think it's the most recent, but uh, we'll just read them uh, the way that at least I see them. I don't know. This might fuck everyone else up. Uh, Tyler P says, would you rather have road rage on the highway or road rage on the racetrack? And it's an outrage that Sam Ramo hasn't been banned from Bartlett yet. <laughs> Unacceptable. <laughs> uh, slash S. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Uh, what a classic fucking line that is. Uh, um, I mean, that would be an Eddie Pettengill decision, I would assume. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I believe that uh, I would rather have road rage on the racetrack because when I raced, I was never really that angry. But when I'm on the road, I am fucking rip shit pissed. You're, you're so. certainly safer in a race car. Like, I've hit a lot of shit in a race car and been fine. But I, you know, Well, it's also technically legal to wreck somebody's race car. Yeah, a lot, oh, God, a lot of people, a lot of people to, die in automotive accidents. Yeah. Not many people die in race car accidents. I wish yeah. it was legal just to spin some people out. You should get one a year. Yeah, get one. Yes, yeah. I agree with that. Get one. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone just drives around with a flashing light in like the back of their car, or There's like just the, an X on your car. It's on the front of the car, and it, it's green if you still have one left, yeah. and then it's Janu- red if you don't. Should it be like a first of the year or since your last incident? January second, I'd have, I'd be ineligible every year, one thousand percent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, definitely on the racetrack. And uh, yeah. I, I do. I, I'm starting to feel bad for Sam Ramo. I, I, I am. I, the only thing I want to know, very minority here. What but. role did he have in the altercation in the infield? If he was also in there, you know, throwing hammer fists around, nah, fuck it, you get what you get. See, and that's all like speculation. That's like, uh, that's like when the, an NHL goal like goes to review and they can't tell 100 percent if it goes across the line, then it, it's no goal. But like in the <laughs> video, see you can the see picture you use for Patreon. Oh yeah, it was yeah. A Snapchat of Gabe absolutely belted. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but no, I think that so in the video you see Sam run over to the car, but someone's already swinging at Georgie, and it looks like he's like throwing a couple punches. But then at the after that, it doesn't really look like he's really that involved it looks yeah. like he you know pulls it, a couple guys off maybe i, I get what know, you're but. saying but like also you're responsible for your crew man i mean yeah, that, he, that's that's I'm not been saying the he law doesn't, before time that you if you're the driver you're responsible for everybody under your banner i'm not saying he doesn't deserve the punishment because he does it's unacceptable to act like that like you just said charlie you're responsible for all your guys but it's like i'm surprised that um the fucking cars tour hasn't banned. Yeah, him. IndyCar and hasn't. Yeah. Alaska yes, Raceway yeah, Park yeah. hasn't because it just seemed like everybody was just like, well, we we all need to ban him. Yeah, yeah. The, he probably the, wasn't gonna go run Claremont or Hudson anytime soon, but he can't now because he's not welcome. It it did seem very woke towards the end of it, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, and for yeah. anyone that anyone that did not see, we are officially suspending all BFP <laughs> bangers until at Thompson only at Thompson only. Um, through the rest of the year um, until the next because one. we did have some complaints and our actions were detrimental to the sleep of ones of people <laughs> that is like what a great sport that guy the is. perfect amount of yes ending that brad and i have is i like sparked that idea of like oh we need to release a press statement saying that we're not banning sam ramo from listening to our show because we need as many downloads as possible and brad took that and went above and beyond and turned it into <laughs> the post that he made and the guy that that was the uh, poor son of a bitch whose camper was in the middle of our party uh, he commented on it and thought it was hilarious. So yeah. shout out to uh, Muffy. He was a good spirit. Yeah, big big fan. Cordell Smith. Um, that's a new name. I don't recognize this name. No, mm. he must be. He's been around for a while because he's asking. Has anyone done a, a wellness check on Perry? Um, I'm assuming Webb. Perry Webb. Um, yeah. I, like, assume... I feel like he listens in like increments. Like he listens to ten shows at a time and then fucks off for a couple months and <laughs> binges and then fucks off. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I, I'm Hopefully assuming ball bag's okay. I'm assuming things aren't going well, but, <laughs> but your based on is, previous fucking experience, your guess is as good as ours. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, my turn. Yeah. Sorry, Brant. I assume young. How much do I have to pay to sponsor a weapon of the week just so you can call me and I can finally be on the no, show? We don't want a hundred dollars. Yeah, hundred dollars each of us. Each, no, yeah. just a hundred. Three hundred dollars. One hundred dollars, <laughs> and we're gonna have he, an also, actual show. Sponsor. Also, there was a deal put in place. This was a while ago that he said if we raised enough money, he would quite literally get the BFP logo tattooed on his ass. Okay, so we'll just uh, cancel out each other's debts and just do it, and then we'll call you. Th- yeah, anyone you know that, anyone that gets a tattoo of the BFP logo on their ass gets on the one show. one phone call for one episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. So uh, Scott Fowler says, "Did Charlie get his brakes fixed in the C three? Also, when Charlie, also when Charlie wearing the fire suit out and helmet out from last year's bet and why don't we get a pooper review anymore? Oh, okay. So that was, uh, so the first one, uh, he called you Carly because that's what the announcers oh, were calling you. Yes. Uh, yeah. What, what was, what, what was wrong with my brakes? Uh, it seems like they failed when you were behind the zero four. Oh yeah. Steering locked up. Uh, <laughs> it wouldn't turn. Yeah. Oops. Uh, yeah, my, and then he uh, wants to know. This is gibberish, but I, we can decipher. He wants to know about the fire suit bet from our yeah, fantasy no, I, of last year. I still year. have to do it. I know that for a fact. We just and um, since that's happened, we haven't all been on a plane together. Yeah, and unfortunately, we regret to inform you that Chris Puskas actually had his butthole sewn <laughs> shut. So. <laughs> 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 so so no no more puskus pooper reviews. Uh, I don't know that it's that, uh, but uh, it, it. So he works for a NASCAR team, and NASCAR is famous for going to the same fucking places every year. Yeah. So I it's mean, like it's, if you if get one you, season of that uh, show and it was not renewed. So we're gonna season. we're gonna the next <laughs> yeah. one is gonna be Iowa in twenty twenty four. I was I did tell him I was disappointed to not get one from the Chicago street course. He's like all there was was Porta shitters. I was like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that that yeah. is exactly what I want to review on. Exactly. Uh yeah. Uh, I think Dakota DeCourcy next yes. uh, uh Dakota DeCourcy says uh, what's the best finish you've ever seen at the Haunted Hundred and best camping story? The past race and it's not even fucking close. The act race or is act not even race. close. Yeah, yeah. last yeah. year's Between- Haunted Hundred was top tier. Modifieds alone. There was one race a few years ago that uh Hirschman and Ronnie Silk were just absolutely throwing blows at each other. And I'm pretty sure Hirschman just wrecked them both on the last lap and um Yep, that is correct. Thank Whoever was driving Gary Casella's car won, maybe Ronnie well, Williams. I think we said it the, the year. Wolf. What was it? Two or three years we ago? We need royalties if he makes those shirts, motherfucker. I said that and I, I came just, up with that. I just I'll wear one for sure. The Wolf and of I, Wall Street? I'd wear one. So, uh, <clears throat> uh, backstory we called Ronnie Williams the Wolf of Stafford when he tried to end uh, Woody Pickett's racing career. Um, and s- somehow we got on a tangent about how he talked about the S and P 500 or something. I yeah, don't know. no. So he's, so a, he's he, a big stocks guy. He yeah. had had, he had had a quote earlier that week before he tried to unalive our good friend, Woody, uh, about how there, there was more to racing than that. And like some, like most of these people don't even know like what the S and P 500 is. It's or the some race shit. at fucking Darlington, obviously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Idiot>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The STP 500 at Martinsville. Um, yeah, no, it, it was that, that's how we ended up getting on that, which is hilarious. Um, and it's just like playful banter and, and uh, there, there's been some calling. There's been some calling out that we don't uh, voice the same displeasure towards other drivers when they do something, and well, it's like we don't I, have a good nickname for them. Well, and like I said last that's week, we are in, we are incredibly biased. Oh yeah, like no question. 
So they, yeah. uh, Justin, our good pal, Justin Williams, who happens to be Ronnie's brother, Ron for short, um, <laughs> which I, I, like an idiot. I absolutely, for I kept calling, short. I kept calling Ronnie Williams, Ronnie Silk in last week's episode. I'm like, nah, nah, not the same guy. We're so bad. Not um, the same guy. One saves puppers. The other one kills fucking Woodrow's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one is and, a pupper. Uh, <laughs> so, so Justin sent us in the group chat, a, a proof of a, what is it? Like a wolf howling uh, decal with a 50 in it or something. They're going to start selling, uh, <laughs> Wolf t-shirts, and uh, I'm a little mad that we're not getting royalties for it. Uh, I just, did just a buck. I was in the middle of moving all all that day, and th- that went like into the group chat, and I did not see it forever. And uh, Justin asked me if I wanted one, and I was just like, "Yeah, haha, I already have one with like a winky face, because like, I do have a Ronnie Williams shirt, like already. I just it's a sick one too. I just, yeah, I just choose to not wear it that often. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, then he's, and then he sent me the picture. I was just like, "Oh fuck, yeah, I would wear the hell out of that." So yeah. hoping, uh, hope so those are in production. Few of those, and for, we'll uh, we'll have to probably get our picture taken with them, you know, for content. Absolutely. Him, 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 and, him wearing, and the crew chief Adam. Are but we have to be wearing Woody Pickett shirts. No, no we gotta wear the wolf. <laughs> we, gotta, we gotta wear the wolf. <laughs> that'll be a that'll hopefully hopefully those are ready next Saturday when we all go to Stafford. And uh, I don't know if the camping part is related to the haunted hundred, but um, it can't be because they literally don't allow camping at Seacock. So we've never camped at a haunted hundred. Yeah, we, this will be the first. Wasn't it Seacock where it's like you can't camp here, but you can park your camper? In yeah, the that, was, that was that was for <laughs> yeah. the NASCAR tour race. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's yeah. absolutely no camping whatsoever. But if you happen to have a camper, this is where you park. The best post. The best post haunted hundred was for sure going to Dublin last year <clears> and <throat> being the only four to eight people that were oh, raging in that oh, restaurant. That place that I'm absolutely going to miss that place. Uh, can't wait to go back. I don't know when it'll be probably at some point next year, but man is the Dublin Rose just that used to be so much fun for a post haunted hundred place to go. Uh, it was just, it was, where everyone to go. Well, yeah, it was because Act and Pass would like have people stay at the like at the Clareground, which is attached to the Dublin. So like everyone would be camp- like camping. Well, so doesn't staying C- there regardless. Cuzzo own that? Yeah, the, yeah, Dave Darling. That guy, yeah. Yeah, so that, those were always just such electric days because everyone was already upstairs and they would just eventually come downstairs and you just have hundreds of people that just all came from the racetrack just standing around the bar. There'd be no place to sit. Uh, and uh, no, it, it would be great. But uh, for like a best camping story... Um, well, if you want to, and never mind. Do you remember past four hundred weekend at Beechridge? Well, that's literally the next fucking question. I oh. ripcorded myself on that because I was going to tie it all together. And okay, like, we'll do it, do it, do it. All do right. It. So Nate Barth <laughs> says, after this past weekend's return of the past four hundred, what's your uh, best past four hundred weekend story? Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Uh, for me, it was definitely not the year that girl stole that dude's truck and crashed into a bunch of shit and hit campers. It was a golf cart. Oh, no, it was a truck. Oh, it was. Then um, we're talking about two different stories, <clears throat> Brad. When I give you the thumbs up, you're gonna need to hit the beep button. All right. <laughs> okay. This girl stole that part out. <laughs> well, it was a very long sensor beep for me to know where it was. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, don't have to go to the timestamps for yeah. that. Past uh, 400 at Beatrice was always just kind of aggressive, like uh, just aggressive. The amount of times aggressive. that, like, we're I'm rolling through tech one morning, Saturday morning, because Saturday morning you just had two hot lap sessions and a heat race. If yeah. Maybe a maybe you'd have to come back around the concert. I don't know. I'm fucking just fighting for my life. Rolling the super late model through tech, and I'm looking at dad. I go, make sure you draw good. He goes, why? I said, I am too fucking hungover to have run a con C today. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and he drew me pole heat race. So, like, thank, thank you, dad. I only have to go 12 laps today. We're good. Yeah, I think I think my first pass hundred weekend or past four. Yeah, you get it. Four hundred weekend was 2011, and we weren't gonna run the limited. And I got a pass mod ride through Charlie Small, and we went out. We were quickest in practice, and we're like, oh fuck yeah! And big dick swinging fucking mod driver, and 
go out, absolutely grenaded the motor in the second practice. I was like, Oh, I guess we're going home and we grab a limited and, uh, put the, the, mind you, the limited, I had ripped the nose off the fender. The bumper was fucking touching the roof. Basically. Like it was not even remotely close to go fucking anywhere near a racetrack. And, uh, there was like five people that ended up taking the modify back to my house, swapping it in the garage and getting the limited put back together. And we show up, literally as the limited heat race is in lineup and this was when the heats were saturday and then the feature was sunday so they're literally in lineup we are coming in through the gate with the trailer and i'm like oh fuck like there's nothing more than i love rushing around and uh literally we i'm getting in the car as they're in lineup and i'm it's on the trailer still somebody went to go pick out tires slam them on like four random ass wheels mind you they were all two inch offset wheels so we were like three inches wide <laughs> <laughs> um so th- they're literally getting tires off they i'm getting in it on the trailer they fucking roll me out slam four tires on it the heat race is on the racetrack and they're just they're scuffing still and i come flying out of the pits at beatridge onto the racetrack in three and four literally as the race is taking the green and um i'm like a straightaway back and then a yellow comes out and i ended up finishing like fifth in the heat <laughs> and that was when there was like 18 cars in a heat race but that was uh that's probably one of my favorites <clears throat> yeah i don't really have many stories because when i uh, at the time that i met everybody i moved away and then uh beatridge doesn't exist anymore so that's Thanks for coming. Oh, I drove your truck one year at the past weekend. That was mm. fun. Yeah, that did happen. Yeah, and then mm. I, th- I think I think that 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 uh, weekend. The, the only thing that I remember is uh, being out very late with uh, you and Kruzek, and then Ooh, I that think was Brian, a great like, one. Yeah, did, did he like not make the race that next? Yeah, that was actually so the same year of that story I just told. We were partying yeah. with uh, with Brian Kruzek and Jimmy Russell and, and Miles Chip. He never like woke up. I don't think right. So my my ex Taylor at the time, uh, she was my girlfriend. Uh, she had a bottle of. <laughs> I said that very backwards. Uh, she had a bottle of Captains, and we were just sort of like, all right, and we drank the whole bottle up till like three in the morning and uh, Brian had the first pit stall right uh, to the left of where you drive onto the track at Beecher's, you know, the famous three turn wall. Um, we go through tech double zero lift gate still up. No crew, no car. We run the first practice or on the second practice. Still no Brian. I'm like this whole crew's there now, but no Brian. <laughs> he showed up just in time to run the heat race, but had to start last cause he missed the draw. So he didn't make the race because he missed the heat race or he started last in his heat race. And he came over and he's like, I am never fucking hanging out with you ever again. (laughs) And they didn't even go to their camper the next night. Like his camper was right next to ours, never even showed up. And he came in on Sunday, won the last chance race, got in, probably ran top five in the race because he was really good uh, back in that era with that car. But uh, every time white one with like the muscle car body on it. No, it was the same car, but it was black with like the neon yellow numbers and uh even to this day, Brian, you want a captain? Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. I remember well, it must have been a pass race when he, or a weekly race or a hundred lap or something. He showed up with that muscle car body and he was fucking lights out one night, like literally going to lap the field and didn't it blow up or something or. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was a pass race in the middle of the summer. <laughs> um, the, the muscle car body was, he showed up to run our hundred, the weekly series hundred lapper. Okay. And yeah, was yeah. going to, he drove to the lead and then tore the nose off on a lap car or something. Um, uh, but the year that he blew up, 
<clears throat> I was running. That was probably one of the better pass races I ran. He was uh, he was motor into the front. I look in my mirror. He's a hundred back. I look in my mirror. He's on my deck lid. Like I'm not racing you at this point. Like yeah. just there's forty laps to go. I stick my hand out the window to point him by. He about fucking ripped my hand off. He hit me so hard, and I'm like, no. <laughs> and <clears throat> I still have it saved on my phone. The Speed Fifty One screen cap. He uh, the first picture is him running me into the fourth groove. The second picture is him 90 degrees in front of me <laughs> out of four. And I'm like, I hit him and he's the thing snapped around. And I'm like, fuck, I didn't mean that. Like, I just wanted to fuck with you a little bit. I didn't want to wreck you. And that motherfucker saved it, drove off. And I'm like, I was right then and there. I realized that Brian Kruzek is one talented son of a bitch. Oh. And he drove it all the way to the lead and blew up. Terry Merrill did that to me once. He fucking absolutely molested the left side of my door. And same thing. I'm just like, nope, not going to do that. Went into one, never even fucking lifted, and he he was I I think at like a what is that like a two seventy or whatever. I one. feel like I actually remember this. <laughs> like I remember watching this live, and he, he is like we're damn near touching noses going into yeah. one and two, and he saved it. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, what? Yeah, how did he was the only motherfucker in the field too that would be in front of you? He'd miss every fucking mark. He'd he'd go from the <laughs> bottom to the top through the dirt, back down through the speed, and he'd pull away from you. <laughs> and he's roasting the tire smokes rolling off the car and you couldn't catch him you're like yeah. do you, there is nothing more frustrating than that and that motherfucker did it every weekend do we have more questions no, we <laughs> plenty more yeah <laughs> next one's on you from paul wing oh uh, sorry paul wing uh, i missed the dega episode until saturday night and now i randomly hear bob's voice in my head saying i sure hope tails okay uh <laughs> isn't that when blaney fucking tried to unalive himself no, that was daytona oh that was daytona yeah, that, that that does come uh, up uh, quite often, especially super, super speedway is easy for me to say. <coughs> this also is undoubtedly the hardest <laughs> announcement that I've ever had to make. But after the incidents that took place 17 times in the first four laps, we have put the limiteds in timeout. <laughs> Rest in peace. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know why I said that about the Talladega episode, but it is, we do this show, and I listen back to every episode. I like to listen back just once, and then I forget uh, what was ever said, and it just disappears into the ether. So I may have said that. I may not have. Mm. Uh, Jeff Ramsdell says, uh, Bobby, how is it racing on a track that a kid made on a drawing? Yeah, it did. It. I actually pulled up the satellite um, again today to show one of my dad's friends how fucked up turn one is, and I figured it out. I think they built the grandstands <clears throat> first. And then they started building the racetrack in the middle of the backstretch, and they went through three and four and down the front stretch, and then went, oh, fuck, we're out of room because mm. we're going to, the, the grandstands are here. So they just made like a little awkward side straight away. And uh, yeah, very fucked up. Cool place, though. Can't wait to go back. Huh. Last one for the for the week. Uh, Rob, Robbie Gordon Douglas flew all the way in from North Carolina to race this weekend. He says, Bob, are you in your car yet? <laughs> you may miss the first race of 2024. Boy, were they absolutely on our dicks about being ready this weekend to the point where I'm like, no congrats on the sex yeah um so i am very very anal about everything race day procedures like i want to know the rules i want to know race control i want to know the schedule of events like i i need to know all of that stuff so i knew we were in whatever order you know fucking vintage cars uh dwarf cars it was a day they had all the stupid divisions at claremont they had, <laughs> they had, they had the dwarf cars they had fucking pro four mods they had vintage cars they, bang had, they had push and starts they had two classes of bang bangers <laughs> only two did you um, just name yourself the push and starts yeah that's a that's a <laughs> i love it that's a ripoff from sprint cars being called push and flips we just don't flip as much um mm. so I knew we were after, I think they was called the Young Guns, which was like the kids' bang bangers. Sick. Um, yeah, the kids shouldn't be bang banging. <laughs> They're just children. 
<laughs> she bang. Well, she bang. <laughs> oh, baby. When so she the vintage cars are in line. Two groups of vintage cars. What and then William Hung's doing right now. And then the uh, being richer than us. Uh, the dwarf cars had one division of dwarf cars, but they would split the practices up. And then they would have the um, young guns. So the, the first class of vintage cars is there. And they are yelling, let's go. Super. You know, the lady Robin from Star. Super sweet lady. Just doing her job. Let's go. Get ready in your cars. And I'm like. There's five classes of practice before we go out. <laughs> Absolutely not. I am not getting in my car. And everybody else is to the point where they pushed him down. And then now, like, the, the Claremont guy's like, what are you doing? You're in the way. Like, I need this for the next division. Yeah. Everybody's in their car. So the running joke of the day, like, I went up to Justin Harris, who had his dwarf car there. And I was like, hey, Justin, I know you need to practice your dwarf car before the super practice, but I'm going to need you to get in your super and be ready. And he just laughs, and uh, so that was me and Rob's running joke for the uh, for the weekend was we better get in our cars right now so that we don't miss opening day of next year. So, so same thing at Wiscasset, lady in the tower, just doing her job, right? But every weekend, it's super streets, get them ready, get them down the lineup. So it, it's become a joke, right? Well, this past weekend um, at Oxford on Sunday, we were the last practice, but also the first heat race. <laughs> tough so we went out there ripped off a bunch of laps came back in and i'm not i'm barely out of the car and they're like all right we know that you guys literally just got off the racetrack but we're gonna need you down to line up in like three minutes i'm like holy fuck like can i at least like on a like unbatwing myself real quick because i'm sweating my balls off and um so i was just i was getting irritated so i was just like oh yeah fucking super streets get them ready fucking do it there was 20 of us just scrambling around after practice but uh, William Hung brought his <laughs> <laughs> brought his own career as a musician to an end when in 2011 oh, he, he ended his life. When he accepted a job opportunity as a technical crime analyst for the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Stop. Department, that explains so much. Stop. And decided to pursue law enforcement. <laughs> Since then, Hung has reflected positively on his pop music career. Career. He went viral before being viral was a thing. What do you mean career? What Did, are we talking what? about? So is there a more past the audition? At the time of his audition, so Hung was a no. civil engineer student at UC Berkeley. After his spirited audition to be the next American Idol, he won the support of many fans, ironically based on his perceived lack of music talent. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> Hung, <kidding. laughs> Hung voluntarily left university to pursue a music career. His, oh, no. his recording career... Uh, was marked by negative critical reaction. Why? What you're happened? kidding. <laughs> she bang. She, she bang. bang. Oh, baby, when she moves, she moves. So he I sang. Feel like a, he should have been like flapping. While I he was think doing he was. It. If you watch it, he sang the he sang the national anthem at a Cubs game. Oh, oh or, I'm no. sorry, not the national anthem. Um, she bangs. <laughs> take me <laughs> out to take me out to the ball game. And Free Bear and Hot Wings cropped the part where he says, "Buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jack" because it just sounds like penis. <laughs> and they just cropped that part out. So it's like, <laughs> "Buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jacks." What a dinner! Uh, well, this is uh, we're coming to the end, obviously. But we have uh, I do have a grinds my gears, and totally. I believe actually a weapon of the week. I have a uh, weapon this week. We, we do got to uh, bring up that uh, this episode is brought to you once again by BTX Global Logistics. They can provide you with the freight solutions you need. New location in Portland, Maine. Whether it's domestic, less than a truckload, full truckload, international air, or ocean freight, BTX's global footprint has solutions for you. Contact Jay Ireland at btxglobal.com for more info and tell him that you heard about it on BFP, and he'll even buy you a beer. 
Uh, so yeah, you I do rush that. Uh, thank you. Well uh, done. It's because yeah. it was pre-recorded and he just spliced it in. Uh, right. Or and we're back. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, the uh, well, actually no. So this isn't even a grinds my gears or anything, but uh, grinds your weapons. I, I do. Do Do you guys have everything? Anything that you feel uh, passionate about that you think others would find like weird? Like uh, like for me, obviously, yes. like I'm I'm known of like how Jimmy Johnson spin at Dover wasn't a save. Well, that that one you, you do get the people's riled mm. up. Like I fully very believe, passionate. I will I will I will uh, fight on. Die, I will die on that hill. Uh, so and I'll have a stroke while saying. Do <laughs> <laughs> you, right, you smell toast? Uh, bleep blorp. <laughs> Potato. Uh, so my sims just froze. <laughs> uh, like I like, totally disconnected. Like like I fully believe that the moon landing was fake. Some people find that weird, but I do have one that Those I are. feel very very confident about that. Gas pumps that ask you if you want a receipt before you start pumping gas are scamming you in some sort of way. Because <laughs> why? If you're, they, you're sounding like Bill Burr here. One, why would they? <laughs> I would I feel, doesn't it ask you afterwards? No, there's there's certain gas pumps that ask you before. What, you literally Valero? swipe your card and then you, it's like, do you Valero want a receipt? Ha- ask, y slash N. You fucking click whatever and then you click what you want for gas, <laughs> like 87, and just start giving her a little pump. But like, it, there's absolutely no way that those things aren't calculated in some way, sorts of form to even fuck you by a couple dollars or do- a couple cents. I mean, I get a dollar probably like on just every time you go to pump because you have no proof. You're telling them if you want proof or not, like right <laughs> off the bat. Like, do you want uh, do you want to be able to show us how we fucked you? And you're like, no. And then they're like, OK, well, then we're just going to fuck you. <laughs> you know? It's just like, ah, I got him. Like, they're, they're so do you, do you ask for a receipt every time then? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, OK. No, but it's just one of those things. Like, you just want to know that you're mm. getting fucked, you mm. know, before you get fucked. Uh, yeah, I, I, th- <laughs> I think we've talked about it before, but um, like places like Mattress Firm. Mm. how how is that a business money laundering obviously. everybody sleeps so yeah but the average like length of time that when was the last time you bought a mattress bob a, a long time ago the, okay thank you so mm. uh, if the average time because i bought a, mattress a is quality like, bobopedic product fuck bobs that place sucks absolute trash worst couch that i've ever paid for in my entire life upstairs anyway casting um <laughs> 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 Uh, that that was a big old laugh for nobody other than us and charlie is sitting in it and bingo was his name see the dog or the farmer uh that is bob rusty's like did you get hit with charlie's brilliant fucking question i'm like no because he knows i would have just ignored him (laughs) you ignore me anyway uh most of the time it's not on purpose nobody had a legitimate answer for me though and also is a hot dog a sandwich but um is poop loop (laughs) (laughs) i forgot about that (laughs) that might be a deleted episode that we can bring back to the airways for patreon members Uh, oh god i'll never scott fowler and his egregious patreon questions ladies and gentlemen i'll never forget dan collins going Bert, like, Bert Kreischer in studio. <laughs> like, when he was like, like, caca? <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? Oh, my 
my god, we were broken for like fucking two days. So what we're saying is the jury's still out. <laughs> it may be hung. Yeah. 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 Poop loop. Like cuck. <laughs> a couple, not going back as far as that shit, but uh, a couple shows ago, we did have a, a show titled that uh, One Table Away. We do have a table now, so we're going to uh, get that set up and uh, we're going to be able to have Might a, have a little hole in the middle. We're going to have to get uh, the, the fourth mic set up and then uh, we'll, we'll be able to have like people like Dan Collins, Andy Austin's going to mm. come back on. We're going to get those people in studio, mm. be able to... Uh, or Andy Collins. Yeah, one yeah. of the two. Dan you know, Austin. And get David Oliver. Well... <laughs> we've tried that like four times i think yeah, yeah we're done asking him. <laughs> yeah yeah something like that but uh no so uh <clears throat> i have a weapon uh from this week um we are fans of the riverside um uh, raceway and mm. fun park or adventure park motocross you get it um who ever came up with the idea this weekend they had on the oval high banked super fucking fast quarter mile paved oval that is Riverside Speedway fun racy little joint. Oh, is that they true? raced side by sides. Sign me up. Put They're me in. Side by sides that are faster than most small cars on four wheeler tires that do not grip well. Jack to the moon. Two feet off the ground. And some motherfucker went into the corner. I think he was leading, so good thing you know, things were going good before <laughs> yeah. this happened. Biked up on two wheels, flips onto its side immediately, goes to the top of the bank, catches the dirt, and flips out into the parking lot, into the pits. It was spectacular. It was. Phenomenal wreck. <laughs> Who thought that was a great idea? Like, that is some Cletus McFarlane fucking Ford Rangers at Bristol bullshit. Like, there, was, we... there was like seven or eight of them, too, wasn't there? And as this guy's fucking barrel rolling out of the ballpark... There's another one doing a little Tommy tip over. Drives over another one that stopped for the red flag and flips down the back stretch. <laughs> Those things aren't cheap either. Like those no, are those no. cost, those are more those than, cost like more than my truck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I literally drive cars that don't cost. That I much. had I did work on a guy. He had like a fucking double triple blown out turbo ten thousand one. He's like, oh, it's only like twenty nine thousand. I'm like, what? Yeah, it's a four wheeler <laughs> <laughs> with a seat. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. So, uh, great content from Caitlin Osborne's racing videos. Uh, horrific idea. So whoever came up with the idea, do it again. like, what did you think was going to happen? Mm. See, so do it again, but do like 30 of them. Uh, my weapon of the week was the, uh, the dude in the Enduro or whatever at Seekonk that broke the wall. Ooh, that the, oh, was yeah. really bad. That was like a Chrysler 300. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cause motherfucker was a Chrysler 300. <laughs> Kazo went into three and four and just Tokyo drift fucking overcorrect to the moon this is the most nastiest the dirtiest ugliest most beautiful <laughs> wonderful place in all of america you could all your dreams could come true at magic city or you could get killed at a stoplight you never fucking know god damn you gotta love atlanta <laughs> and by the way fucking ryan jackson julie and i went to atlanta for quite a long time after talladega that place is a fucking dump oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my yeah. god the only cool thing about atlanta is like the coke factory and that's it Cane? Like Cane? Yeah. <laughs> no like the coca-cola like uh, th there was like uh, an egregious amount of chrysler 300s none that uh were absolutely <laughs> trying to run the top selling t-shirts and overcorrected and went head on into the pit open or the safety truck opening oh, <laughs> like, it for the guys back at the shop oh, there's no god. way he's not okay there yeah like or he is okay yeah. i guess yeah you get it correct or the vintage car that flipped in practice <laughs> my favorite wouldn't have flipped if it was in a museum <laughs> my favorite is when shit like that happens and the airbag goes off <laughs> air you, know, you see it's just the fucking airbag dust come out <laughs> So, you just assume some ashy motherfucker uh, got hit with the fucking steering wheel. 
guy comes out completely white face. <laughs> powder everywhere. Fuck. Johnny Knoxville, yeah. big hand with flour on it. Uh, <laughs> Scarface just came out of the car. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, fuck. Is that it? I think yeah, that's I think it. So. We're going to do a Patreon show tonight, too. So we're going to wrap this up and do another show here for you. Uh, Patreon pals, four sixty nine a month. <clears throat> nice. nice. That's uh, Black Flag. No. Pod- Patreon.com. <laughs> <laughs> patreon.com backslash black flag podcast become a pal listen to the show we've got some fun stories maybe a mad lib um coming up for you tonight so uh lastly i suppose what's going on this weekend boys racing season is slowly coming to an end Mm. got uh got a big one to daddy's play place yeah we got fired from barlet for this week so none of us are going go-karting friday which oh what a bummer what a Mm. bummer yeah yeah i would be a lot more um or a lot less but i don't know how to say it but uh basically it looks like it's gonna rain all weekend for just about everything um which is not good for the race cars waterford rained out last saturday for championship night so that's set up for a double header weekend where they were gonna race uh friday night championship night and then saturday night the tri-track open modified haunted hundred and uh like Brad just alluded to, the forecast doesn't look great. Yeah, so uh, planning on that, um, it's going to be really hard to beat. I think that uh, I looked at the schedule of events for for the Haunted 100 portion. Obviously, you got the American Canadian Tour wrapping up their season. We talked to Gabe Brown earlier. Him and DJ are going to do battle. Uh, tight tight got little a points race. A couple pals racing for Rookie of the Year, too. Tanner Woodard and Andrew Moeller. Um, the actor did a post, and then I just commented on it. They said, who is your pick? And I just wrote, I hope they both have fun. <laughs> I think that they, uh, I think that they certainly will. I think Andrew, uh, well, Tanner's Tanner's <clears throat> very good wherever he goes. Just surprisingly, like just he, he, a place he's never been to before. Like he, you'll just see him on the podium, and you're like, holy fuck! Like that's pretty impressive. And Andrew is like really fucking good at Waterford. Like he's good everywhere, but like I feel like Waterford between the two of them, I believe like that's Andrew's what he probably would call his home track. Yeah, Andrew's. I think Andrew has the upper hand in terms of that, but it's going to be fun to watch because, like I mentioned, like Tanner's just good wherever he goes. Um, It'll and, be uh, fun to watch on November sixth <clears throat> when they inevitably have it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so looking forward to it this weekend. I'm going to cross the fingers and uh, and a knock on some wood and hope uh, it might even be able to make the two day show if the the weather does improve. Um, I, obviously, I have nothing going on Friday night now, so even if I get there late, at least I don't have to drive down in the morning. So. Um, go uh, check out Daddy's Playpen for uh, one last time, and uh, try to get, get thrown out for the year. Yeah, inevitably uh. get kicked out for the rest of the year. Uh. So yeah. I'm gonna do that with Brad at least Saturday. Um, but if it doesn't improve the forecast, I am staying right in Windham, Maine. Yeah, uh, we might tag along one of the days, but uh, my brother actually just bought a house in New Hampshire on uh, purpose. He built it brand new. Yeah, mm. um, <clears throat> my brother makes enough money to where he made the executive decision to build a brand new house because it was going to be beneficial tax wise, if that makes sense. Um, so, so we're going to go down to uh, New so Hampshire, four figures a year, um, <laughs> a month, I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so we're going to go down to New Hampshire, check out his new place, see uh, him and his wife, Gina, and all their puppers, and, and see what's going on down there. It's only like an hour and a half from here, so cool to have my uh, big brother a little bit closer now. He's usually uh, been out in New Jersey or Pennsylvania or Iowa or wherever, hours and hours. I thought you were going to say away, Ireland so. for a second. <laughs> Not even once, I don't think. But, uh, yeah, no, uh, pretty cool to have him closer and uh, bring the family down there and have some good time. But, uh, yeah, Patreon? We already did that. No, pay, like the show. Oh, the next that's, not show. Like the, that's not even like the question. <laughs> no, Bob. I'm tired. I'm not yeah, that tired. Yeah, fuck. I have gotten 14 hours of sleep since Thursday. I'm on a fucking bender. All right. Go subscribe on Patreon and we'll, uh, we'll, have, we'll have more content for you. See you next Tuesday.
Yes, race car, race car. Here we go, race car. 